Hey, I'm Tony. And I'm Rob. And welcome to Flicks Worth Watching. This is the show where we watch flicks and let you know if they're worth watching. I hate saying that every single time, but it, I feel like it's needed. It's necessary, I think. It's super necessary. <laughs> Uh, It's super necessary. Before this podcast, we were watching a video of Jorge Masvidal saying super necessary. So that's why it was very funny. Inside Uh, joke. (laughs) Welcome inside the joke. (laughs) You're here with us. (laughs) All right. So we watched The Vault. It's on Netflix. Uh, Heist movie starring Freddie Highmore, Astrid Burgess Frisbee. I thought you were totally fucking joking with that name. That's really her name. Hopefully it's not pronounced Frisbee, but... Oh, it definitely is pronounced Frisbee. It looks like it. It definitely is. So, I mean, I have a crazy last name, too, so I feel your pain. Yeah. It's okay. So, the synopsis of this movie is another long one. Okay. Uh, Follows a genius engineer graduate who is interested in the Bank of Spain's safe. That's incorrect as far as the synopsis goes to this movie. Yeah. (laughs) That's super incorrect. <laughs> it started out okay, but then, yeah. it, then it, it veered off a cliff. I, I, even the person writing the synopsis didn't watch the movie. <laughs> uh, let's see if we can fix this. Um, follows a genius engineer graduate who is convinced to help a treasure hunter rob the world's... Most secure safe. There you go. That's way better than there IMDb did. Yeah. All right. <laughs> IMDb, do better next time, okay? Yeah, yeah do better. Okay, do you're, be- be- you're better than this, IMDb. Do better. Maybe you're not, I don't know. This movie was directed by, goodness, we have to start looking up how to say these names before <laughs> No, I like podcast. stumbling through them, I, I like it. Wame Balaguerro. Sounds right to me. Sounds good. He was born in Spain, hence probably why the movie was in Spain. Right, yes. Uh, and he has made nada. This was it? No, he's made other stuff. I've just never seen it before. Okay. Well, um, if he's from Spain, it's probably a lot of... Spain shit. Stuff from España. He did a lot of these re- record movies. Record movies. It sounds familiar. R-E-C? I don't know. You know, it sounds like you're like horror films. I've never watched them, but they look familiar. He's done record one, two, and four. Okay. Apparently, he got booted off of three, and he came <laughs> back for four. He, they, he wanted more money, and they said, <laughs> fuck you. We're going to hire somebody younger. Mm-hmm. And then that apparently didn't work out yeah. very well. And so they said, hey, come back for four, please. Record, record three sucked. All right. So Freddie Highmore, he is an awkward looking fellow. Wasn't he in Charlie the Chocolate Factory? Was that him? He played Charlie, right? Yeah, he did. Bullshit. Yeah. Like the original Charlie in the Chocolate Factory? No. God, no. Okay. That one was good. He played uh, in the new one with the... Uh, I never saw it. With Johnny Depp? Yeah. Never saw it. There's no reason to. Okay. Not worth watching. <laughs> People are going to hate me for that one because anything that Johnny Depp does is apparently good. Not true. Very not true. <laughs> Very not true. Uh, yeah, you just you can't beat Gene Wilder as Willy Wonka. It's yeah. just, well, they're just certain movies that Hollywood shouldn't try to remake, and yeah. that was one of them. Yeah, Astrid Burgess Frisbee <laughs> plays Lorraine. She is the sleight of hand cat burglar. Yeah, of the of the group. Yeah, yeah. Tom, I'm oh, sorry, Freddie Highmore plays Tom, who is the... Boy genius. What, what is it? Uh, Cambridge. Is that the school? Is it Cambridge? Oh, I don't know. Where he graduated from? Yeah. I don't know. I think he graduated from Cambridge. Uh, Sam Riley, who to me 
was probably meant to be like a sex symbol, and I was like, ooh. He plays uh, James. James, yeah. Ugly Timothy Oliphant yeah. was what I kept thinking. Yeah. Uh, Liam Cunningham plays Walter. I feel like he's played Walter in every movie he's been in. <laughs> Sir, Sir Davos. <laughs> yeah, Sir Davos. Yeah, from, from Game of Thrones. Everything is a fucking Game of Thrones reference for you, isn't it? <laughs> but he basically played this same guy in Game of Thrones. He was, uh, he was uh, like a pirate swindler guy you know yeah i thought his name was walter (laughs) (laughs) uh louis tosar plays simon alex stein plays klaus these are unfamiliar actors to me Mm -hmm. uh and that's really about the team right there i believe yeah yeah yeah. basically covered everybody oh there's also uh famke johnson johnson plays margaret the older woman that walter is friends with yeah she was in gold gene golden that's what it says right here. Goldeneye played Xenia on a star. Oh, yeah. She played Jean Grey fucking X-Men. Jean that's Grey and what, X-Men. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking for it. There we go. Okay. Yeah. No, she plays the woman that tries to fuck Pierce Brosnan to death in Goldeneye. Oh, wow. Yeah. That sounds like a horrible way to go, but lucky man. Snoo snoo. So moving on, let's... Uh, oh, ooh, ooh, I almost fucked it up. This is the part. This is the part where we're going to spoil the we're, fuck out of this gonna movie. We're going to spoil <laughs> the shit out of this movie. So if you haven't seen it yet, go watch it. Come back and join us. Check the show notes, and in the show notes, there will be a time code, and you can skip ahead to that time code to find to s- out if this movie is worth watching. Yeah, or not. The way you will know, well, listen to this podcast. All right, so the first thing I noticed about this movie is it had like fucking 2,400 studio sponsors. Yes. Oh, my God. There were so <laughs> many logos in the beginning of it, right? I was like, I was like what is going on? It's like, Jesus. <laughs> they really it? struggled with like the financial means to make this movie or, or something. Something yeah. weird. I was, like, I was like, is it starting yet? Is it starting yet? Is there were 13 start- fucking logos in the beginning of this movie. I wrote down 13. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't count, but I wrote down 13. <laughs> so the movie starts, and it's a shipwreck. I believe it's uh, 1645. 1645. Off the coast of Spain. Um, España. España. And you see treasure, ship debris. It's very Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, falling to the the depths of the ocean. Right. And a chest kind of goes by the screen, and it says, Sick Parvis Magna, which I know because I play a lot of PlayStation. Okay. And Uncharted. Right. Francis Drake. Sir Francis Drake, yeah. So I knew it stood for some sort of shit like from great things, you know, right? small. What is the exact quote here? Thus great things from small things come. Yeah, so I knew it meant something like that. You felt felt distinguished. I was like, oh man, I know know that shit. (laughs) I know Latin. (laughs) (laughs) That scene kind of happens and it cuts to, not really present day, but I think it's 2009. Yeah. And we see divers now going down to that same location. Right. Looking for what the said treasure. I don't believe that people can talk in there. I right, the radios yeah. that go from the they're up on the boat and the divers are very far down. Yeah. And they're on the radio talking to each other. And I feel like right you got to breathe in the thing, right? Yeah. Like are you putting your mouth on something when you're in a dive suit or you like, you know. Well, it's hooked in. Yeah. Right? So yeah. you're not like <sighs> Yeah, Bob, I'm going to go in there. You're like, it's not like, I feel like it's going to be way different to talk in that situation. I have to imagine. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, that's something I'm like, oh, why are they always so clear? I mean, obviously it's a movie, so it has to be, but it's just like, can't they just make it a little bit realistic? Well, and it would be more tense if the guys in the boat can't talk to the guys below, but they can see them on camera or go- right. GoPros or whatever. You know? Oh, my God. Watch your back. Oh, fuck. You know. <laughs> right, right, right. They found the wreck somehow. And they're diving for the treasure. And, of course, there's a part where ah, they just 
Yeah, he can't get it. I can't get it. They're they're reaching in through the hull of the ship. So that shit was weird. When yeah. when the guy goes in the hole and he's like, "Is he back yet?" Like, first of all, why is he worried? Right. They got diving equipment on this. Obviously, air. Right. But he had to take it off. Oh, to get in there. To get in there because he can't fit through the narrow opening with all of his shit with on. all his okay. tank on. So he takes the tank off and everything, and just freestyle swims in there. I, I would have liked a shot or two inside inside with him. Yeah. But we didn't get that, and so I I, I mean maybe that makes us worry more about him as a character or whatever. I didn't know. Take his gear off. So we didn't. But we also don't know who he is either. So right. we don't have any attachment to this character. True. Yet, you know. So yeah. we don't care. It's James. <laughs> it's it's James. James. It's James. Right. I was wondering why there was a sense of urgency. Not be not because he's inside this shit, but like right. He's like we got we don't have much time left. We don't have much time. You know. So anyway, James comes back with the chest mm-hmm. and more more treasures. On the boat is uh, Walter. Sir Davos of yeah, the Blackwater. Sir, Sir Davos, Walter, who seems to be the captain. And he is very excited. I was trying to get, because I couldn't rewind, I made next time a shot of the bottle he brings out to celebrate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. they want to know what it was, right, to celebrate finding this treasure. Mm-hmm. And this is the scene where James, uh, played by Sam Raleigh, takes his scuba gear off. And I was like, holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) That man. (laughs) I mean, he definitely looks better later on in the movie when he's not wet. Yeah. (laughs) But I really liked that about this movie, that the crew was not full of sexy models. Mm -hmm. It felt very genuine, Mm -hmm. the character, the Mm -hmm. casting and everything like that. So I appreciated that he wasn't a an underwear model. (laughs) (laughs) They're on the boat celebrating. I had a little bit of a discrepancy with the amount of whiskey he poured in the glasses. So (laughs) he they 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 pull out all of this treasure. So we talked about the chest, but before that they pull out all this stuff and they're washing it off on the deck and he pours he pours himself and his buddy for pulling out just a giant amount of treasure. He pours in like this much whiskey yeah. in the glass. It's not enough to celebrate buried fucking treasure. Uh, so I feel like you're complaining because I poured this for you earlier. And you're just that was that was a way to complain about no the, no 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 it was the a, amount I poured for you it, it and a, I spilled it. So I feel like <laughs> is that better, sir? It's fine. Jesus. No, it was it was a little no, it was it was a note I took. I thought when you're celebrating treasure, pirate fucking buried yeah. treasure. You, you need more than a little a little sip of whiskey. In your I would cup. agree with that. Speaking yeah. of that, uh, I forgot to mention what we're sipping on what ourselves. Are we, what are we drinking this evening? Uh, Buffalo Trace Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. I heard it's hard to find. It is hard to find. No, oh, yeah, right. I've only ever found it once. Oh, really? Yeah, I've never found it. Someone's gotten it for me. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. I've got an inside guy. Congratulations. You know him too. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a guy called the Greek. I, uh... <laughs> he brings me these things. So <laughs> they got the whiskey out. Everybody's mm-hmm. excited. They found the box. Which and then it happens. <laughs> Helicopters come in. Sierra de Bajo. <laughs> the fucking Spanish, uh, not customs agents, but it is, it's, it is Spanish customs Navy agents. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, comes in and swipes all that shit. Yeah, just takes it all. They are not supposed to be diving there. They no. take all their treasure. Which is why they were in a hurry and why there was a ticking clock yeah. before that we as the audience didn't know. I wish I would have known about the ticking clock, though. Me like, too. I was like, why are they in a rush? I don't get, you know, it just seemed like a nice day and they're diving. I know, yeah. It's very Titanic-esque. Yes. It was an okay twist because then we find out that these people, they're, they're not legitimate. Yeah. You know, that they're pirates, essentially. They're going to be here soon. Right, yeah. Something like that, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't have to know who they are, but I know that they aren't good. Yeah. After the treasure's taken, we cut a year later... <laughs> 
<laughs> and now we're in court, and Walter is arguing with what seems to be the Spanish government. Yeah. Uh, and there also seems to be the British government. MI6 representative is there as well. Right. We don't really know what, yeah, what her role is in everything. Yeah. Really. Her name in the movie is, and her is that uh, Fanke lady. I can't say her name right. Jean Grey from X-Men. Famke. Her name is Margaret in the movie. <gasps> yeah, yeah. She's she's pretty. Yeah. Pretty lady. Pretty lady. She's doing a horrible accent, though, in the movie. I would agree. Yeah. That accent just needs to go. She probably actually really is. <laughs> From the from the UK, which makes it a bit better, right? But it's but the, her German, I don't know. It was like a weird, it was definitely European accent thing that she was doing. It was I definitely think. weird. I always feel weird saying accents are bad because like we're in America and our accents are like the ones we consider accents are all stereotypes, right? So like, I feel like I may not know what an actual person. <laughs> From these countries sound like you know what I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean. That's that's a fair you know point. I mean? like, Absolutely, especially Russia. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. What I mean? you yeah, know? Yeah. All all we know is the, you know. <laughs> hey, I'm from Russia. Bring me vodka and bread. Right. You know? Like that's all we got. Exactly. That's all we know. I, yeah. I guarantee Russians don't speak like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, so I'll probably hear a real Russian accent. Like, dude, you're not fucking Russian. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah. Say vodka for me. You Say know, like, vodka. So yeah. Uh, anyway, 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 they're in court and basically the Spanish government says you had no right to be digging there or getting that treasure and you can't have it. They take it. You take it away. Mm. And they put the treasure into what we now know as the vault. The vault. And I, I really felt his frustration there because he felt like he had a right to dig it up mm-hmm. he, and they wouldn't even hear it. He was trying to come back at him and give him some explanation. They were just like, nope, you had no jurisdiction. Nope. You shouldn't have yep. been in the first place. Anything you found there is ours. Yep. We're taking Yoink. it. Yoink. It makes more sense now why the British government's there because the whole story of Sir Francis Drake is that he was commissioned by England to get steal from Spain. Mm -hmm. And he was like, nah, 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 I want it for myself. (laughs) I'm going to take this. Yeah. It was, it was a good parallel to to the story. So that's kind of the whole, you know, British Spain type of thing where they're kind British wants to get, not British, Britain wants to get the, uh, the treasure and Spain's keeping it and so on and so on. So that kind of plays into it. We finally get to the intro of the movie here. Right. Yeah. And I was really digging these, uh, drone shots. I'm, I'm a sucker for establishing the, the area and with drone shots. Yeah. It's just drone shots look so fucking cool. Every time I was like, I want to go to fucking Spain. I know. Right. (laughs) Right. I've never been. It looked beautiful. It looked, looked awesome. Yeah. And it's a year later now. So we jump, we jump a time. Yeah. They kept roughly. Yeah. They kept doing that. They kept jumping ahead years and then became months. They jumped ahead, which I enjoy when you're not going to tell us specifically, like I like to just have it in my head of like, okay, it's been, it's not been a day. It's Mm -hmm. been a year or six months. Yeah. I like to know that. It does help because it just helps me like with the pacing of what the characters are doing and Mm -hmm. what they're going through. It just I've mentioned that with movies we've reviewed before that some dates and times they help. They Mm -hmm. just do. I would agree. I definitely would agree. So then we get to meet finally Tom, who is I would guess I would consider him the main character. I was going to say co-main, but essentially he's yeah, he means them. Yeah, he's the main. Right. I think he may share it with uh, Walter. Walter. Yeah. But he is the main character, and we find out he's a boy genius, you know? Why wouldn't he be? Mm-hmm. He was a good Samaritan. He seems like a bit of a hipster-type yeah. character. Yeah, very soft-spoken. Yeah, never had sex before, probably. <laughs> uh, has no chin, you know? <laughs> yeah, why'd you look? <laughs> I was just trying to confirm whether the man has a chin yeah. or not. So it just, it just, you know, he looks like the typical tall, lanky, smart kid, right? Yeah. You know? 
the stereotype. And he apparently has helped solve some oil spill crisis that they had. Because he did this, all the oil companies then want him to work for them. And he's like, nah, fuck y'all. I didn't do it to help you guys. I did it for the community. But I guess he met with like six different companies. A bunch of different companies, yeah. And he said, fuck off to each one. 400 grand a year, I think, was what one of them offered. And then each each one basically kept upping the ante of like, we'll let you do this and stock options and Whatever. Yeah, and he was like, "Fuck y'all." And we know goodwill. This motherfucker wouldn't have been like, "Fuck y'all." This kid. No. I mean, come on. There's yeah. no. There's no reason for him, us to think he's going to turn down four hundred thousand dollars. In his mind, I know he didn't do it for the oil company, but if you do work for them and you can help prevent oil spills, wouldn't that be the fucking job you wouldn't? Never mind. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I get. I get his point. But in the end, like if you can help them prevent these things from happening, isn't that part of the Good Samaritan? Yeah. So after this scene, he's having dinner with his father in a very nice restaurant, and his dad's giving him shit because all of these companies approached his son and he's turned them down. He hasn't given anybody a yes. And his dad's like, "What are you? What are you doing, son?" And he says, "Because I don't want to follow you into the corporate hellscape of big oil." <laughs> <laughs> Like, damn, yeah. I mean, that, there you go. That's why he doesn't want to do it. Because he's familiar with it. Yeah. <laughs> They've changed you, father. <laughs> You're not the same man you were once before. He then gets a text while he's talking to his dad. And we assume, I mean, I definitely did. It's from Walter. Right. I forget what the text said. Something about, you got something on your shirt. Yeah. You clean know. the sauce off your shirt. And then it says something about, like, an opportunity. Come meet me, yeah. <clears throat> right. Opportunity of a lifetime. And his dad also says the same thing. You right. Opportunity of a lifetime. Tom says, you know, fuck off to his dad. Goes to walk out. And some dude from fucking Willy Wonka <laughs> walks up to him. Is like, your coat, sir. Here's your coat, sir. He <laughs> that like, was very strange because I expected him to be like part of the crew later. And then he never shows up again. Nope. What was what was up with that? I don't know. That was so weird looking back. Yeah. He, he had this like his hair was like mine. His hair was like, yeah, super curly. curly. He looked like Irish Kramer. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> he, did, he definitely did. Here's your coat, sir. Your coat, sir. Then he takes so he, t- he takes his coat and inside the pocket is fuck. Is it a what is it, a coin? It's a coin. Or it's one of the coins. Coins, yeah. yeah. And uh it says meet somewhere. The next scene is he shows up at an, a giant art gallery that's yeah. having some sort of event or something so this part was cool to me because it was playing a song by tricky called uh hell around the corner okay and uh i was very excited by that because tricky is also in one of me and rob's favorite fucking movies fifth element oh shit yeah okay yeah Trick, did- tricky plays uh zorg's Right hand man, the black dude that gets fucking blown up in the phone booth. Okay, so that's tricky. And the song playing as, as he walks into the art gallery is a tricky song. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Nuggets. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So um, he walks in, and some girl that is obviously wearing a really bad wig, blonde wig. Yeah, yeah, horrible wig. It's a bad wig. Yeah, is <laughs> grabs him. And kind of walks him to talk to somebody, right? Has that play out? She walks up and says, come be an accomplice and come with me. Yeah. And if if any lady approaches you and says, come be an accomplice, I mean, I'm in. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she was attractive. So, like, what are you going to be like? No, fuck off. Yeah. She was, like, weird attractive, though. Like, yeah. not tra- not traditional attractive. N- no, definitely weird because the fucking fake wig. Right. <laughs> okay. The wig was really fake. It was very bad. Like... 
I don't. I didn't believe when I saw it. I was like, she obviously is wearing a wig. Yeah, you know. So yeah. I don't. And, and anyway, forget the wig. So this the old fall for the pretty girl trick. You uh-huh. know. Yep. This may be kind of weird because we kind of find out that obviously she's working for Walter. Right. And he, I mean, she's like a daughter to him. So mm-hmm. he sends his fucking daughter out like bait. Yeah. To go bait this kid. To reel him in. Yeah. I mean, look, he's a 22-year-old kid. I mean, that's the obvious move. It's horrible. Horrible. <laughs> I'm not doing that shit. I don't care how important the person is to me. I'm not sending my daughter out. But that's when we see part of her skills is she pickpockets one of the guys that's working there's wallet. Mm-hmm. And she does it really smooth. One of the ways that pickpockets will typically work is they, they either distract you by getting close to you and getting you to match eyes with them as they're stealing your shit, mm-hmm. or they'll get your your view blocked in another way. And mm-hmm. and and she does that. Like he I don't remember the blocking exactly, but he's either like leaning over to talk to somebody as she steals his yeah. wallet or something like that. Um, it was very smooth. It was done very nice. I, I like that touch of like introducing her skills. Mm-hmm. So it was cool. Yeah, basically some random douchebag in the art gallery. She right. goes up to him, snatches his wallet. While Tom's in there, he kind of kind of sees it. He goes, "Why'd you take his wallet?" And she goes, "I didn't take it. You did." And then it's in Tom's fucking jacket, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> which is pretty slick as well. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. like, "Well, now you're an accomplice. So you yeah. can either take his wallet back to him, right, or you can be an accomplice come with me, right." And he chooses to be an accomplice and go with her. Love it. And so they go to the bar. Yes. The, oh, good old bar scene. He meets Walter at the bar. And then Walter kind of explains what the vault is and how it's impenetrable and how it was made mm-hmm. 70 years ago. Right. I think it was the time frame. And, you know, no one knows the technology. No one knows how to, how to get into it, all this stuff like that. And I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. We don't know what it is. We don't know what it looks like. We have no idea. We just know it's impenetrable. Yeah. Nobody's ever been able to get in there. So typically in these heist movies, they know what the vault is. Oh, it's the TX9-5400. And only so only made four in the world. And it has to be da-da-da-da-da. And, like, and they got the schematics of it. And only one right. guy can open it. You know, like, so it was kind of cool to have, you know, just something where it wasn't unknown, right? right? You just unknown. I like that. And so this unpenetrable vault that no one knows about, Tom agrees. Not really, he doesn't agree, but he kind of says, fuck off. And... He goes home and is able to find out what the fucking vault is in 10 minutes on Google. Right. (laughs) Right. Like, it was a strange move that the boy genius, he's considering at this point, am I going to take this people up and go rob this vault? Mm -hmm. I I thought it was strange that the the boy genius goes to Google on his home computer and Googles the fucking vault Mm -hmm. and how, how to break into vault in Spain. Most secure vault in the world. Yeah. And it's like. You know Google tracks that shit. Right. Like now you're on a list Easily. already. You know? Easily. Yes, he could have been on a VPN or something along those lines, but we don't see it. No. And it was just kind of a weird thing that like just put him in an internet cafe. That or whole shit else. was weird to me. Like because it, it wasn't needed to be honest, right? Like he didn't he didn't have to Google and find out what what the vault was and go oh that's the vault it is because he still he still didn't really find it, out he didn't find anything out about he it. He just knew it was made and he could you know he found an article about when the vault was made. Right. Right. Yeah. And especially because eventually he does agree to it. And the whole reason he agrees to it is because he's intrigued. Because it's a problem. It's it's an impossible problem mm-hmm. to solve. And that's what is attractive to him about it. Yeah. And so he could have gotten that from the meeting. Easy. Yeah. Like yeah. He did, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he, he could have easily agreed to it there. Yeah. We didn't need that scene. It could have gone bye-bye. Cut it. Could have make it, made it an hour and 47 minutes. <laughs> so the, the, the scene where he's talking with Walter, though, the audio was kind of like, not really mm-hmm. well mixed like the background noises was too high i mean it was a lot like being in an actual bar yeah but i had a hard time hearing what the fuck they were saying yep i turned subtitles on 
Okay. During that part. Walter's voice was okay, but but Tom's voice was like too low in the mix. And I get it. He's he's supposed to be soft spoken. He's supposed to be very timid mm-hmm. and whatever, but I gotta be able to hear what the fuck he's yeah. saying though. And the too. accents too. So and like you accents. can't hear and got the accents. So yeah. I was like, I need some thoughts for a second here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to figure out what the fuck's going on. So Tom agrees to meet Walter mm-hmm. uh and the team. And they go into the war room. The war yeah. The huddle room. Yeah, the huddle room. And they got the guy in the chair. The guy in the chair with all the, the monitors. Yeah, yeah. Of course. You've got that guy. You've got the hot chick. You've you've got the the mastermind, of course. Yeah, which is Tom in this Tom. situation. You got the uh the male cat burglar type character. Right. It and, was nice that we didn't have any like stereotypical muscle men in mm-hmm. the group. I yeah. I like that. I I'm sort of tired of seeing I'm here and I'm stupid and I'm strong. Yeah. Like, like yeah. I'm glad that that character wasn't in it. Then you had Simon, the the acquirer of things. The, yeah, I, can, I can get anything. I can, yeah. Uh, Walt has a cool line. He says, because uh, they're in Spain, it's the World Cup. So that's the setting for Spain right now. So people are going fucking crazy because Spain's in the World Cup. The final. Oh, I'm sorry. I've done the final. Well, yet. The, yeah, but yeah. they're in. The, in, the, the, yeah. The, yeah, the semifinal yeah. for it, right? So he goes, there's a bunch of people outside all passionate about men they don't know about to kick a ball into a net. Right, so he goes, this is what I'm passionate about. I'm a hunter. I seek what to others is lost. I wrote that line down, yeah. too. It's a great line. Yeah. yeah. Um, it gives it gives our boy Walter motivation outside of money. Because, mm-hmm. yes, money is why we all do everything, yeah. right? It's why we go to work. It's, it's what feeds us. It's, you know, it's our lifeblood is money. But it can't be the only motivating factor mm-hmm. for an interesting character in a story. Yeah. And I like that he's just fixated on finding things that are lost and he likes the hunt. Love it. Yeah. It's a great line. So they're in the war room and you got, you know, the guy in the chair and they're talking about, they're trying to get, you know, get farther to the vault, crap like that, figure out more information about it. And all they have is a sketch from an employee that used to work at the vault back in 1944. And apparently this employee was one of the most phenomenal artists of all time. They were a great artist, man. They're fucking like, right. "Mm." To see the vault one time and sketch it to scale and shit. Yeah. Come on. (laughs) Again, that would have been some fucking stick figures and some squares and shit. It was just weird. I mean, maybe it's a bank, but there's lots of art everywhere. So maybe it's it's just a bank. You know, there's no reason for that person to be that, that skilled at sketching. Tony's Tony's right. Yeah. The one person that happened to see the vault happen to be the an architect right. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, they yeah. studied at cambridge to be an architect and didn't make it now they're their janitor and they mm-hmm. have no 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 so to get more information on the vault they do the old cleaning van trick the old cleaning crew <laughs> trick gotta love it they figure out who's scheduled to clean the the bank and they pretend to be the bank calling the cleaning company and say, hey, we don't need your services for the next two days. It's fine. And then the the cleaning crew says, okay, you got it. We'll be there on Thursday, whatever day it was. Yeah. I don't know. And so then they dress up like the cleaning crew and show up. Yeah. So before the cleaning crew thing happens, there's like a small thing I thought was interesting. How they got into the security feed of... Yeah. The bank. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, the phone call thing. Yeah. So I don't know how that worked out or how how it played into it. Basically, they were able to get into security feed because they got someone's voicemail 
entry code to get into the voicemail system. So the way that um, corporations are typically structured, the phones are wired into the internet of the building. So by having somebody's voicemail code, they could foreseeably log into that person's account and then backdoor their way into security. So that's how they got... Right. Initial view right. of the security cameras. So that was like Tom's simple solution. That's the first time we see a complicated problem and Tom goes, oh, just do this. Because the guy is trying, he's, his plan is to de- basically scan, you know, have a randomizer for every single possible number po- possibility to get into the system. And Tom's like, why not just call somebody that's not at work and as an automated voicemail message and tell them they have a voicemail and they put their code in. Yeah. And they're like, that's not going to work. And then, of course, it fucking works. Uh, it, right. Well, and I can tell you from working in corporate America, it would 100% oh, yeah, would yeah. work. <laughs> Hello. Hello. You have a voicemail from Tony. Please enter your code to get the voice. You know, like, yeah. Oh, it would 100% yeah. work. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So that's how they got the, uh, the, the camera feed. So now the cleaning crew, the fake cleaning crew, needs to go in and... It's a two-part mission. So they go in to copy the keys because they need keys to get in the vault. Yep. They know for sure. And then they, they know where above ground the vault is. Mm-hmm. And so they take some sort of imaging device oh yeah yeah i forget the name scanner thing yeah that can basically you know it uses science yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter basically it's scanning the area below it great yeah it's probably shooting down sound waves to create an image of right like sonar kind of or whatever so simon and tom are playing the cleaning men while i'm gonna get her name wrong now lorraine yeah lorraine is playing a art cleaner scanner thing i don't it wasn't so there's a certain problem in this part of the movie where they don't explain enough about what she's going and doing there yeah we don't really know she's just scanning paintings right and i don't know if she's cleaning them or scanning them for authenticity or yeah we don't know seeing checking for wear right you know damage yeah so she's going to different rooms and scanning paintings in these rooms she's scanning the paintings in they have the key Right. The the guy with all the monitors can direct them, you know, on the on the invisible earpiece. Klaus. Yeah, Klaus. Klaus is his name. So he's like, you know, hold on, go in now, turn yeah. left. So yes. Simon eventually gets into the server rooms, able to hook a device up to uh, their camera system, and then they're they start working on replacing the cameras with feeds they want to show. Right. So they can they can clone them and, yeah. and play them back at different times. Um, there was also so the reason why Tom is on the mission is because James and Simon were supposed to go in as the cleaning crew, and then they found out that um, there's some sort of biometric scanner, mm-hmm. and James would show up because he has a military history. We find out James used to work for MI6. Right, he used to be a government boy. Yeah, and so he can't go in. And then Walter was going to go in, but Walter can't go in because the device. It's too complicated to work for Walter. Yeah. You can't learn to, to work a blah, 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 blah in a day. That's like Klaus teaching you how to code over breakfast. Right. <laughs> you know, something like that, he said. Um, and then Tom is like, well, I, I can do it. I'm an engineer. And they're like, okay. And and that's it. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, James gives him shit. You think you can work a blah, 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 blah machine? Yeah. You know, um, and he's never been in the field before, yeah. so he's nervous and, you know, but he's trying to step up and be be of help. Yeah, th- there's a constant big dick thing going on with James. Mm-hmm. Like James used to be big dick and now Tom's coming in with a mastermind and he's kind of big dick and James. And James is getting a little upset. Yeah. You know, you really think you do that. So that's, that's ha- that happens a lot in the movie. Where yeah. James gets a little, little butt hurt. But I like it. You know, uh, if you you've worked a crew 
together with somebody for 14 years or whatever yeah. it is like and then all of a sudden some no name person slides into the group hasn't been vetted by anybody you don't know him and all of a sudden he's the centerpiece to your fucking plan like yeah. I, I would be a little butt hurt yeah. maybe a little you know? jealous you know? little, yeah a little jealous a little jealous, he's a little jealous. <laughs> so they are casing the bank and she puts that fucking horrible wig back on Lorraine yes, she does. does and she's scanning these paintings yeah she's scanning the first painting and she has to scan it slowly so they can clone her right you know so they can play that feedback so she has time to look for the key in the room so when they're watching security cameras, they see her scanning scanning the the painting, which is actually in the room looking for the key. Yeah. Uh, while she's doing this, though, a guy comes in the room. In the, mm-hmm. his, his, it's his office. Right. I think he's actually the bank no bank manager. Bank, bank manager. Yeah. Some, he, yeah. He has a high position in the bank itself. Yeah. So there's typical a typical old old white guy. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's a there's a pretty cool scene. Where there's a lot of tension because she's on a time limit. So she's got got the key scanned uh, so they can 3D print it. She puts it back in. The guy comes in the room. So, but she has to get back in position of scanning the painting. So when the camera loop ends, she's in the right spot. Right. But the guy wasn't in the room when she recorded the loop. So she has to like get him to take. She's like, "Well, take a photo of me scanning the painting, please." And he keeps like standing in frame. So she has to move back a little farther. Get get a photo from me by the door. And then yeah. eventually, finally, as the camera cuts back to the real time, right? He's you know he's out, out of frame of and he walks. I want back. the grandioseness of the room. Yeah. <laughs> That was a really nice bit where she was, yeah, going back and forth because we can see the security feed of the camera. Yeah. He's standing right there. It's like, <laughs> that's not going to look good. Yeah. And it's nice, too, because we also get shots of the security guys. Mm-hmm. They're not asleep at their desk. They're fucking watching. Yeah. All the cameras. And, and there's not just one guy. There's like yeah. eight guys. Intently. Yeah. As if their lives depended on it, yeah. watching the screens. And at this point, they don't even know that anything's happening yet, right? No, no, they're just Th- watching. This is normal days, and they're still very intently watching these feeds. So they definitely would have noticed if all of a sudden, dude just pops into frame without walking there. Yeah. You know, and, they would have definitely noticed. And the main security guy, his name is Gustavo. Gustavo. I thought I should bring that up because we're going to mention his name a lot. Yeah. Uh, and he is very... Very, very, uh, he takes his job very seriously. Very seriously. Yeah, Almost does. too seriously, Gustavo. You got to take some vacation time, <laughs> my man. Gustavo just takes no vacation. He's, he's from Spanish. He doesn't talk like a Russian. <laughs> 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 That's not how he speaks. So I thought it was interesting that Homeboy's watching all security feeds, uh, Klaus, mm-hmm. and didn't give her any heads up. Right. The dude was gonna about to walk in the fucking room. Oh, my God. Uh, so he's obviously falling asleep at the damn, <laughs> <laughs> the damn wheel. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. I'm supposed to be watching this. Oh, yeah. So that that was like what the fuck, and yeah, then um, Tom has to go into the meeting room, right? To he, then to scan, s- to scan where the vault is yeah. below ground, and so he he goes into the meeting room, and there's it's a big long conference table, big executive meeting room, and he goes in and he sets the device up underneath the the conference room and turns it on, and it starts doing its spinning around and scanning, and then. A fucking meeting happens yeah. in the conference room. Now, this was another moment where I was like, okay, you're very prolific thieves. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that you've hacked into their security feeds and gotten somebody's password. Mm-hmm. You didn't bother to check the fucking calendar right. for the room no. that you no. had to be in. Again, Klaus, Klaus is fucking up a He's lot. He's fucking up a lot. Klaus, you should have got on. Yeah to fucking Microsoft calendar and just checked that meeting room because that's what happens in corporate America Yeah, is you can look up the different rooms and find out, oh, is this one available for a meeting I want to schedule? And, oh, no, there's a meeting here. Well, maybe we should delay it. Oh, I don't know. Maybe by 30 minutes. Yeah. You know, let's go get a sandwich. No, let's he's, pr- just pretend to clean for a little bit. He's the worst guy in the chair. He's bad. He's the worst. He's the worst. <laughs> 
He fucked up with the damn phone number thing with getting the code for the voicemail. He couldn't do the... Strike one. And then he fucked up telling homegirl that guy was coming. Strike two. And then he didn't even give it a fucking Tom. Strike three. A key that people were coming. He's like, oh shit, Tom, people are coming in the room. <laughs> Again, like you just fucked up earlier with, you know, yeah. Lorraine and then you still can't watch Tom's camera. Yeah. So anyway, people come in the room and Tom just fucking stays under the table and is like, fuck it. So he keeps scanning it. Yeah. Hoping to just... It complete scanning and he can kind of play off like oh, I was cleaning the table while you guys are meeting. Well, or just stay in there till the meeting's done. Yeah, you know they don't. Ha- there's no rush to get out of the building at this. Oh, point. Oh, I mean, you got to figure someone's gonna eventually touch him with their foot. Maybe. Yeah, it looked like a pretty decent sized meeting table. <laughs> so for some reason, the machine gets stuck. Right, it just uh, freezes. Yeah, ninety-seven percent freezes, and he can't get it to do it. Right. So I don't get. He had to surge the power right. to get it to so move. They cut away from Tom to Walter and James. And they said, oh, shit, the machine is stuck. And then they said, oh, well, he can surge the power, but that's going to set off the alarms. Okay. The whole point of how heist movies work is you set up the impossible task that is the heist. You, you lay out all the rules, right? And it seems like it can't be done. And then your guys go in and they figure ways out around the rules yeah. that's already been laid out. You got to lay out all that shit at first. And then it feels way cooler than when we're breaking all the rules and we're figuring out ways around it, right? Yeah. This part confused the shit out of me because they didn't lay this out as a rule. Like, no. oh, if he surges the power, uh, exactly. we don't know. You don't know. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. They just needed to work that into the machine somehow. Like, this is how this machine works. Like, just give me a 30-second yeah. presentation on, like, the machine is, you know, we're, we got to get into this room because this machine is going to do mm-hmm. this. And it uses this much power, and if we crank the power, it, it'll set off alarms. So yeah. we've got to set it at this lower power, so it's going to take longer yeah, to scan. You, you got to keep it here, yeah, otherwise it's it a fucking meter, you know? Right. Yeah, just yeah. give me something like that, yeah. and it would have been fine. But but they didn't, and so we're just left yeah. confused. So surge what? So I had to actually rewind that because I was like, why did it fucking? Why did the alarm go off? Right. So basically, he has to surge the power because it's at ninety eight percent. Right. So to get the last two percent. He surges the power on the machine by hitting it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so the alarm goes off because it detects their alarm detects power surges, I guess. For reasons. I mean, there's probably a really good reason why. Probably. We don't know. Right. We just don't explain it. Yeah. (laughs) So So the power surge goes off. Fire alarm goes off. And then Gustavo goes in the fucking, you know, mission mode. Lock the building down. No one gets out till I say so. Like just total fucking chaos. Yeah. Um, Absolute insanity because there's like a military barracks, yeah, like so, right across the street from where. Yeah, this anytime bank the is. alarm goes off, the military right. runs into the fucking bank, and this is a problem because again, the World Cup's out there, and they got screens <laughs> outside, so everybody in fucking Spain is outside, mm-hmm. and the military has to shut this street down. It causes a big fucking issue, right? Then now the alarm's off, and we have our three thieves stuck inside, right? How are they going to get out? How they're going to get out? And on top of that, Lorraine is upstairs. She's making copies of the two keys mm-hmm. that they need to get into the vault. And she she doesn't finish copying the second key before the alarm goes off. And the guy comes and gets her. And the guy comes and gets her. And she's like, oh, shit, what do I do? And so <laughs> she pockets one of the keys. Yeah. One of the real original keys. Because what they're doing is scanning them so that they can make 3D printed versions mm-hmm. of them and put the real keys back in the safes that they came yeah. out of. So she pockets the real key yeah. and is being hurried out of Which the room. Which they may notice. They they will definitely notice <laughs> when they search people 
because they're going to search everybody because yeah. Gustavo is yeah. a man about his job. Full cavity search is yes. happening. <laughs> so she gets on the radio and says, guys, there's a problem. I still have one of the keys on me and I'm walking towards the foyer. Yeah. Which is where they're huddling everybody. For some reason, I guess because he's by himself, uh, Tom yes. has been seen by no one. And so Walter gets the idea, just toss the key to Tom. You're going to have to drop the key. Yeah. How's your catching arm? <laughs> Not very good. Not very good. I don't know why Tom became Scottish, but <laughs> not not very good, Walter. Not, not good, Walter. <laughs> Again, maybe these are horrible Scottish accents. We don't know because we're Americans. Yeah. Um. And so we. So the plan is that she's gonna just palm the key and just sort of drop it off the edge, and it's gonna fall down all the way to the staircase where Tom's gonna catch it. And he's a nerd, and he can't catch because that's just how it goes. Yeah. And she does it, and he catches it, and he catches it. Yay! Yeah. So there's a problem with this, though. A lot of problems with it. Like, okay. One, like, why did it matter if he caught it or not? Yeah. Why not if he dropped the cue? Cares? Then, I mean, it's gonna make a sound. Who cares? People, yeah. people are yelling, rustling. You know, like right. there's a fire, there's an alarm going off. So, what if he drops the key? I think part of the problem would be is if they they drop the key, maybe somebody notices, but also it, maybe it breaks and then they got to put the key back. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. My problem with this scene is the geography. Okay. Oh, yeah. So she is on, well, we'll just call it the third floor, just for the sake of what it is. Mm -hmm. She's up several flights from where Tom is. She's on the third floor. She's been escorted out of the room. She stole the key in by a security guard, and she's walking. Mm -hmm. Now she's upstairs. Tom's downstairs. And she throws him the key, and he catches it. Mm -hmm. And he's three floors away. No one saw that. Nobody saw it. But then uh, Klaus says, all right, it's down the hall and on your left. And so he just takes the key. And now, but he's three floors away from where the fucking actual room is that the key is supposed to be so, in. Yep. And he just goes down that hallway and puts the key and away. Then, and then gets back. Yeah. It, uh, he can't. It's it's up there. The only stairs are over and here again, where everybody there's, there's, is. There's guards running around the whole building. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. there's no way he gets back three. No three four floors away to put the key into where she was no that was weird very weird she drops the key to tom tom apparently gets it back to the safe with magic skills yeah but there's a really nice moment when tom is the the fire alarm's going off Mm -hmm. and he goes and he puts the key back in the office and somebody's coming there's a guard coming oh yeah and and tom is they're like well how are we supposed to explain why tom is in there with the room, with the vault, and whatever. Yeah, yeah. And he just pretends like he's got earbuds in yeah. and didn't know anything was happening. Yeah. That was genius. And then knew, and then knew fucking Spanish. Right, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah, then it comes out that he knows. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Any more surprises you want to tell us about, Tom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next part of the uh, kind of you know, heist plan is finding underneath the vault. Right. So James and Simon have been going to uh, different subways, different tunnels, walking through them. Right. We've seen shots of them throughout the movie so far, and they're just like, "Ah, nope, not this way. And we don't know really what it's about. Yeah. So they eventually find the vault. The vault. Under the vault. Yeah. And they eventually find a green screen, because that's what I saw when I walked in that damn thing. (laughs) I was like, this looks fake as fuck. Like, they like walk in. I don't don't like, this is really, really bad. Yeah. And if it it was real, then it was lit weird, but it just looked like a green screen to me. I like the idea that they were trying to figure out how to get under the vault and how to get over the vault to figure it out. Mm -hmm. That makes sense to me. But yeah, it should have been. There should have been some drilling involved, some tunneling, some shit, anything, anything at all. And no, no, it was just. Oh, we're down deep in the subway. Oh, what are these leaves doing here? Right in the subway station. Yeah, that's weird. Let's let's move the leaves off this this vent. 
oh my God, let's crown on his vent with more leaves. I don't know what leaves got down there. No. The leaves led him to the vault, oh, underneath the vault. Right. So they find it, and then we do what happens in a lot of fucking movies. Instead of going back to the established war room that's secure, we go to a bar mm-hmm. to talk about the schematics of the uh, vault. Of the vault. <laughs> and then Walter causes a fucking scene. He fucking... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it walks out, it storms out of the fucking bar. Like, no one saw this shit. Like, they're right. like, they're talking out loud. We can't get inside the vault. Oh, it's impenetrable. There's a fucking skill up top and does this. This is, you know, like, and all this shit. And what, oh, fuck. He's mad because when they're in the lower vault, they, they have some sort of material scanner that mm-hmm. scans the walls because they're trying to drill for something. And it finds out that it's like super concrete or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, and they, the drill that they have isn't going to be able to drill and we don't even know why they need to drill at Mm -hmm. this point again lay out the impossibility then lay out the plan and then inevitably that plan doesn't work and they have to figure out other ways right yep but we never got why they had to fucking drill all of a sudden walter's mad because the drill is going to take 15 days to drill through this hole and they only have eight and so he's pissed because they're going to miss their window yeah he's just angry so the window we're talking about there's a time frame before customs comes and relinquishes the treasure and they're going to figure out what they have right so i think it's around this time we learn that the box is sir francis drake's right and within this box he has three coins drake steals the treasure he stole said treasure and and before he got back to britain he buried it somewhere nobody knows where yeah so in this um box of his uh, has three coins with coordinates on it. it, and they're kind of encrypted. But right, so if you can get these coins and break the code, you can get the coordinates and therefore get the treasure. Which goes back to that inscription about how big things come from small things. Mm-hmm. So those, these coins are small, they're insignificant, but they lead you to a much yeah. bigger the, the treasure, basically. So the timeline it crunches because customs going to come take the take the stuff and kind of realize what they have and then right. they will have no chance to get it. On top of the fact that they're trying, they know that the World Cup is a great cover for what they're trying to do because mm-hmm. there's people everywhere in the streets mm-hmm. and so that will give them cover not only going but but coming out of the the bank mm-hmm. or the vault so they're they're trying to beat both of those timelines you know you gotta have that ticking clock right yeah. you gotta have some sort of motivation to get these people like moving forward taking risks that they may not normally take you mm-hmm. know that sort of thing so yeah they have the bar scene where they kind of discuss that they can't drill inside right and talking very loudly, loudly at in this public. bar, in public at this bar, that and they also find out that uh, above the vault is. Have they figured this part out yet? It doesn't, they, it doesn't really they, matter. They hadn't figured it out. That yeah, it, yeah. Of, About how the vault works. Yeah, yet, but, but they figured out the vault floods. Right. Yeah. And once you get inside, yeah, and it basically trapping you inside with with the water, right? Either drowning you or whatever. So Walter's like, "Fuck, we can't get in. We don't know how it works, and we can't drill." He's pissed, right? The plan is ruined. Yeah. And he smashes a glass and walks out. Yeah. Causes a scene. And the bartender could give two shits. No one gave a shit at the fucking bar. <laughs> no one cared. They, they must break glasses on a regular basis in that place, dude. That was so weird, man. That's like, very you weird. You got this war room. Why are you discussing? Why? Why do you have the blueprints yes. out yes. at the bar? I don't. Oh, man. Did not get it at all. That was strange. But it happens all the fucking time. All the time in heist movies. Yeah. Yeah. They made it a fucking local cafe. It's because they wanted vary up the shots. They don't want to have. They they want to appear like they've shot this movie in multiple places. Then go when it closes. Make I, it make uh, it more make it make more sense. 
you know? Yeah. Close up tonight, guys. See you guys in the morning. You know, like, you right. know, no problem, Larry. Thanks for letting us hang out here. You know, like, say, I don't fucking know, man. Just, like, make it so you That would not... have been perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you always have that scene of, you know, no hope, right? We can't, we can't get inside. You always have to lay out the plan, and then that plan sort of works, but then at a certain point, the plan doesn't work anymore. And you have to come up with a different plan. Yeah. Every good heist movie follows that order. Yeah. So Tom finally realized, because one of the shitty ass sketches, it's the Lady of Justice. Right. It's inside the vault. And because they didn't have any technology back then, mechanics, he was like, oh, she has scales. He's like, oh, my God, the vault is a big scale. And if the weight is incorrect, then it fills with water. Mm-hmm. So if we can stop the weight from you know being incorrect, we can get into the vault. Now that's his problem. Now he has to figure out how to solve it. Right. I love the simplicity of that as a design for a, a big secure area that it's just... Just a scale. It's just if a scale. It's un- if it's unbalanced, you're done. You're, you're done. Yeah. You're done. And that's I, I was really happy that it was that. And and not laser beams mm-hmm. and infrared scanning and blah, 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 blah. So at this point, because of the whole uh, alarm going off, mm-hmm. they scan people's faces. And Tom and uh, Simon, they get busted. They get made, dude, which yeah. I loved this, right? I loved it. Gustavo is a man on his job. Yeah. There's a scene where Gustavo and his right-hand security agent guy, well, he goes to throw his coffee away or something like that. And he just starts bitching because, like, why do these guys never take the trash out? And then the movie thing happens where the trash guy walks right by and he says, oh, well, we haven't been here in a couple of days. Yeah. And then Gustavo, he's a man, like you've heard, about his business. About his shit. And he's like, no, there were two men here the other day. They were cleaning. I know they were because I'm yeah coked I, up I see all, every, I always. See, I see everything. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the, the cleaning guy's like, nobody was here. Yeah. No, no you, you called and said you needed to do service. So we didn't come. And so then they go back and they check the security mm. feeds and then they pull these guys' identities and their or well their their faces and their ID cards and mm. they realize that they're fake and but that was a great moment. Mm. It was delightful to yeah. me because that made sense. That is mm. exactly what a bank who is an impenetrable fortress would, would do. Would do exactly. Yeah, exactly yeah. that. No, that's less you the other guy, Munoz is his name. <laughs> That's okay. They buy the trash. That's just trash. Munoz. So at this point, when <laughs> I they, like Munoz a lot. Yeah. I identified a lot with that man. He was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> he just wanted to watch the soccer game. He just wanted to watch the game. <laughs> Listen, I understand, man. Like it's it's my team. I want to watch them. They're in they're in the FIFA Cup. Yeah, like we're at work, but the World Cup is here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get it, man. This, this is more important than this money. I, I liked the whole World Cup. You know, as a stage yeah. aspect of everything, it was a nice touch. No, it, it was cool. Good. It was I, good. I kind of wonder how they got that crowd in the city. Like, if that's from real footage, or if that Oof. actually had people gather. Yeah, I mean, all the above shots were CG crowd for sure. Mm. But yeah, I mean, it's just extras yeah. down there, and you shoot everything super tight, and you have eighty extras, and you just pack them all in. And so, if you saw the shot from yeah, from yeah. behind, it would look crazy because there's all these people standing right here. They shoot it really well whenever it's in the crowd. Mm-hmm. It's very congested, and it felt like you were in oh, the yeah. crowd, which was great yeah it was nice so walter calls in a uh favor to margaret to the lady from mi6 mm-hmm. and he goes you know i just need you to lie for me just need you to lie just need you a little lie yeah she goes like i can do that and i couldn't figure out what their relationship was because he kept talking about 50 50 split and so i don't know if he's if if she has hired him to I think find that's how treasure out. he's the new francis drake okay in this all right all right that's what it yeah seemed like but again they didn't really explain no it, no which they it just give me a line or two. I thought they were fucking from the very first conversation. I thought they were fucking for sure. Yeah. For sure they were. But but no. How many times have you been to, have you been to Paris? Yeah. And he's like, I don't know. You know like, 
So I thought they were smashing, but apparently not. Apparently not. Yeah, it's so. a missed opportunity, Walter. <laughs> Shame on you. Yeah, she was trying. She said she wants to see the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> yeah, just take me to the Eiffel Tower. I, wanna, Walter. I, I haven't climbed the Eiffel Tower yet. I think that, that was an innuendo to me. Like I haven't, we haven't boned. Right. <laughs> I haven't climbed your Eiffel Tower. I, I, Walter. I've been to Paris many times, but I haven't climbed the Eiffel Tower. Ooh wee! Right. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Like, oh shit, yeah, she hasn't hopped on it yet, Walter. <laughs> Her lie was basically saying, hey. We caught these two guys. We caught these guys. They had plans for other banks on them, and they're in custody now. Yeah. So now they we got it from here because they were going to lock the fucking bank down. They were going to yeah. They were going to now they don't have down. to right yeah because they they caught the criminals right. But Gustavo is a man <laughs> about his job <laughs> about his about his shit like you've heard, and he insists this is not over. This is not done. Then he called him stupid. Sir, yeah. you're yeah. fucking this up. He yeah. said something like this. You're yeah, really screwing yeah. this up. And now yeah, those two guys are caught. But that doesn't mean that, that more trouble isn't coming. Yeah. And so we need to be on our guard. We need to be on this shit. And he wants to cancel. Cancel the World Cup. No, no, not, no, no. Not the World Cup. But he wants to cancel. <laughs> he wants to cancel all of the, the screens and everything outside. Yeah, yeah. He's like, there's way too many people outside. Yeah. It's too much of a distraction. We're splitting up our resources of our guards because they got to watch that mm. and watch the bank. Shut it down. Yeah. Take the screens away. Make the people go somewhere else. Dude's like, no, nah, we can't do this. The fucking World Cup. <laughs> so their compromise is to let Gustavo double up the security. So you can right. put as many, many, uh, many guards in as you want. Yeah. You know, but we're not shutting those TVs off. Right. So then again, you have the no hope. Walter's like, oh, God damn it, man. Every time I get close, I can't get inside this fucking vault. Now Walter's become super British. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> he goes on the fucking roof like every old person does when they, yep. when they get distraught and they go mm-hmm. up on the roof and they yeah. go smoke a stogie and they just go contemplate life. And he, Thinking about jumping off the roof. Exactly. He was definitely going to jump. He's like, fuck this shit. I'm tired of it. Man. <laughs> I'm sick of this bullshit. I'm jumping off this bitch. So as Walter's about to jump the fuck off this roof and into the crowd below, he looks at the cameras. With some comically big binoculars oh yeah yeah they were they were these these motherfuckers were like why do you have them i don't know because he's old he's bird watching i don't know (laughs) i'm gonna go upstairs look at the birds guys i'm very upset so so he's looking with these binoculars he notices all the cameras are pointed at the crowd right and not and not at the bank so then walter realizes that we can get in via the roof right because for some reason they don't guard the roof they don't guard the roof listen gustavo's doubled up his security but you know that motherfucker ain't putting anybody on no one on the roof nobody on the roof ever which made no sense no fucking sense why Why is there not one guy on the roof there's always a guy smoking on the roof always a guy on the roof like (laughs) god damn just give me a neck crack or 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 a sleeper hole tony we're getting ahead of ourselves we're getting ahead of ourselves (laughs) i'm sorry i'm sorry okay okay He says we can go in from above. Um, the crew's like, okay, cool. Yeah, we can work that out. We have no idea what that plan means yeah. because we weren't told the plan. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to Tom and he's in his room working on all these sketches. Apparently, he's a very good artist, too, because oh, yeah. he's now drawn up the vault and drawn up all these diagrams. And drawing her. And drawing, and drawing oh, fucking baby. What's her name again? Lorraine. Lorraine. He, he fucking pulled a Leo DiCaprio. Yeah. Draw me like one of your beautiful French ladies. Oh, God. No, he didn't do that. Lorraine comes into Tom's room and he's distraught because he's like, don't yeah. bother me. I, I, know I what haven't the prob- slept in days. I haven't slept in yeah. days. I know what the problem is, but I can't solve it. She comes in and says, well, check out my hook while the DJ revolves it. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, yeah. No, she says, uh, fucking idiot. <laughs> You said it so fucking seriously. I was like, <laughs> she said that shit? <laughs> okay. 
Um, so she's searching through his drawings, sees the drawing of herself. Pretty really good. good. It's pretty good. And for me, I was like, so like that, like she was like, oh, I'm so honored or whatever. Fucking right. I'm like, that's creepy as fuck. It's like, creepy as was fuck. Obviously stalking you. She was not posing for this picture. <laughs> right. Like he was just staring at her ass <laughs> while she was doing something for like a long period of time. Yeah. Because like, like, it was fairly detailed. It would have taken a while. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> creepy as hell. So anyway, she's she says, um, OK, we're getting out of here. And they go and listen, this actually works when you're when you've got a problem, any sort of decision you're trying to make and you're and you're just singularly focused on it and you can't figure out a way around this problem. The best thing to do is to step away, Mm -hmm. go do something else and go drink, go drink, go party. Mm -hmm. It'll clear up your head. It'll get you to focus on something else. And then the idea will come to you. So they go party. So they go fucking party. It was fucking awkward. Him dancing was awkward, which was great. I love the awkward dancing. Oh, yeah. He's he's a 22-year-old genius, which means, of course, he can't he dance. dance. He can't dance. It was a great scene. The problem was they're in España, <laughs> right? And they're in a club, and it looked like a fairly trendy, cool club. What kind of music was playing in there? Some fucking English pop song. Oh, yeah. That would be some sort of Spanish like dance music or something, right? They do the club thing for a minute, and then they go, yeah. It would have been nothing that. Yeah. Yeah. Something. I don't know. That was fucking horrible. Exactly. Like that. That that is exactly the kind of music that should have been in there. But it wasn't. So that's fine. It was a short scene. It was over quick. And then now now they're at the bar. Some time has passed. They're just talking, flirting a little bit, whatever. And it's hilarious because she gives him a super compliment. Oh, yeah, like, I'm hitting on you, motherfucker, right, right now. She flat out calls the man sexy. Like, Which is a, you're just going to sit there looking flat sexy. flat out lie. Right. But he's totally distracted by the bartender who is making man. drinks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is a man. He's a man. When that change the movie up real quick? <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. I like James. <laughs> I am gay for Jamie. <laughs> So the bartender is is making these cocktails, and the bartender whips out the freezy spray, mm-hmm. and he freezes two martini glasses. This motherfucker said freezy spray. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me to sound like a dry act? And he say, yeah, he pulls out some duster and fucking just freezes that shit. It was like liquid nitrogen, wasn't it? Was I don't it? even know what the fuck nitrous it was. oxide or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Freezy spray. <laughs> he pulled out the, the freezy spray. <laughs> oh god. Okay, okay. Fuck us, fuck us. All right. Oh my god. Freezy spray. So freeze spray and that's and the audio goes away and Tom gets the idea and uh so we cut back and Tom is in the war room, which is where you should be if you're going to be talking <laughs> about the not, fucking not plans. The, not the bar this time. Not the bar. And uh, so he pulls out some old weight. It's an old food scale. It, right, right, yeah. An old, an old foodie scale. You, old- you, you would call things. <laughs> Freezy sprayed a little foodie scale here. A little weighty weight. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to say about that. We're just going to keep moving. And so he does a little PowerPoint presentation where he's got the the weighty weight and he puts a cuppy cuppy on it. And uh, (laughs) and he's like, look, see, you know, the weight goes up and then he takes the cup away and he pulls out his freezy spray, which is what I expect all of you to call it from now on. And he freezes the fuck out of the weight and puts the cup back on it. And it doesn't move. It's frozen. I feel like the, the demonstration wasn't needed. I, 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 I kind of like the demonstration. It was I know, okay. I, 
I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, it definitely was needed for the movie. Mm-hmm. But it, like in my mind, like obviously I know once you freeze a scale, it's not going to move. Like you don't have to like. And they were like, "Oh my God, the water doesn't go doesn't go down." Like, bitch, we all knew it wasn't going to go. Then he froze the scale. <laughs> like you know, like they were so shocked. And then yeah. I'm like, we know how frozen shit works. Right. Like yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. It was just it was, I get why they did it. But yeah. For me, like in reality, like I would not be as surprised. Like. Yeah. As soon as he went, he froze it. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. exactly. Yeah. We'll freeze it. You don't have to put the water back on. You know, <laughs> I know it's frozen. Yeah. You know, like, well, and that, we get a good line where where Tom sort of sticks it to James a little bit. James says, "Oh, you you froze it. You froze the metal." Mm-hmm. And and Tom goes, "Well, actually, James, metal's always frozen. But yes, I <laughs> I, I froze it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they gave us a certain amount of time with the problem. I like it when movies yeah, do this, yeah. where they say, "Okay, here's the problem." Problem. Now let the audience stew on it. How would you do it? You know, exactly. how would you go about getting into a room that if you step foot into it, it fills up with water and you drown? How would you possibly defeat that? No idea. Yeah. And I like that they gave us a lot of time mm-hmm. with that as a problem. And I love that Tom's solution is a simple one. Yeah. You just freeze it. Because that's the whole that's pr- premise of how he thinks about stuff. Right. He he takes complicated things, he breaks them down, and we've seen him do it several times in the movie already. Mm-hmm. And I like that. It also helps as an audience because it's all of a sudden it's like a light switch. It's like, yeah. of course, yeah, yeah, you just freeze of course it. You freeze it. That was that was cool. And they tells uh, Simon that he has to get five hundred pounds, some insane of nitrous amount oxide of, of yeah, a of, freezy spray, a freezy spray, <laughs> freezy spray. But you can they get five hundred pounds of freezy spray. I don't know where to get five hundred pounds of freezy spray from. Oh my god, I have to go to the freezy. That's store. So many pounds. I have to go to the freezy store. <laughs> I have to go to all the freezy stores. <laughs> Mr. Freezy, <laughs> Sister Freezy, <laughs> Freezy RS, Freezy's on fourth. I gotta go there. <laughs> so after this shit happens, uh, we cue the typical ACDC montage scene. Mm-hmm. They're not playing Back in Black, but they're playing some sort of Back a. In black. They're playing some sort of a. It, it may have not even been. It was ACDC. I don't know. I, I didn't catch. And the band, it sounded yeah. just like ACDC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The training montage, basically, right? Well, the preparing montage, really, is what it is. So this again, this I had a problem with this here. Okay, we're in a time crunch. There's a part to where Spain's in the, in the semifinal. Right. They have to get Spain has to get into the final. Right. In order for them to pull this heist off, because that's when you know all the cameras will be pointed, but the focus will be on, on the on the crowd. Right. So Spain gets into the final. Yes. Right. So you're in this time crunch. As soon as Spain gets into the final, why aren't you printing the keys? Why why, why are the keys already printed? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're doing all this shit. Yeah. Like yeah, the day of. Need- you need footage for the training montage, Tony. He went to get the coins. and Yeah. So basically, Walter goes and gets some fake coins and gets them right. inscripted with something else. Yeah. And they get, they're making the keys. Right. And they're doing other shit. And I was mm-hmm. like, why isn't all this shit already done? Yes. Why, this, why wasn't it done This should have been done ago. day one. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? The, the key thing, as soon as you got the keys. Print those fuckers. Done. It takes a long time to 3D print something. It, Especially a key like that. Yeah, a giant fucking key that's like this big with like lots of shapes and in we, it. We saw a 3D printer. It wasn't big. No, it so wasn't. So that, that, that would have taken three days. Yeah, but Simon got them a really, really good one. And, uh, yeah, Listen, because a frost from Freezy's on 4th <laughs> is uh, Printos Deluxe. And, and yeah. they, he just walked in there and got the best one. Mr. Printy Print. <laughs> Mr. Printy Print's on 4th. After that happens, you know, you get the ACDC, then it cuts the nice dramatic music, and the yes. heist begins. And the, there's a really nice moment, bef- the night before the heist, where they, they all get together on a rooftop, because movie, 
and mm-hmm. Walter's there with a bottle of bourbon and or whiskey or something. Pours everybody a drink. And it's it's a tradition that they do the night before a job, mm-hmm. and everybody says something that they regret, mm-hmm. right? They regret, yeah. And we get a really great line from Klaus. <laughs> <laughs> I regret that one night in Thailand when I woke up next to that lady boy. And they laugh. <laughs> And he goes, no, seriously. <laughs> like he was really upset. They like they were like, no, no, seriously no, though. Seriously though, I, I regret that night. <laughs> it was nice because the one thing that was really missing up until that point mm-hmm. is the camaraderie within the group. Yeah, they've been together for a long time. But we haven't been with them for yeah, a long time. The caring of someone that gets hurt. Or, right. Yeah, we yeah. need to be invested emotionally in these characters. And we're not really mm-hmm. up until this point. And like that was the very start of when I was like, ah, oh, man, I really hope nobody gets hurt and whatever. Mm-hmm. But not to everybody, just for a few of them in a super popular heist movie like um, like Ocean's Eleven. Don't watch 12 or 13. You don't need to. Not worth watching. But 11 (laughs) is a really good movie, even though it's a remake. But they get you to care about those characters from the beginning. Before the heist even begins, you really care about the characters. And I struggled with that throughout this whole movie. Yeah, I give a damn about nobody. Right. It was tough. It was tough. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I did finally care about Klaus and the fact that he woke up next to a lady boy (laughs) in Thailand. I'm serious. Guys, no, seriously. I don't. That's the end of the scene, that's really. The scene, right? Yeah. And, and they, they all of, cheers. Yeah. And, and then they're on the roof now. Yeah. The World Cup final now is going on. Spain's in the World Cup final against, I think, Netherlands. Crowds out in the street, you know, and now they're about to go across the rooftops to get to the bank. Right. So harpoon in the fucking daytime. No one noticed that. So let me let me let me back up. Let me back up a little bit. Okay. So they're they're crossing the roofs and they shoot a fucking harpoon. A harpoon across the fucking roofs. Right. And no one notices. Nobody shit. notices. No. It's insane. And then people are fucking ziplining across rooftops. Right. Again, thousands of people in the street. Right. Guards. And it's not like it's 50 stories in the air, which you may not notice if it's 50 stories up. It's like six stories up. Yeah. And they're going across. Very easy to see. This was probably my least favorite bit about the whole movie. Oh, God. Was was this scene. It was just dumb. It was just dumb. Like, you, you have to find another way... For them to get up there. The harpoon gun, it's it's very cinematic. It looks cool mm-hmm. in the shots, but it's also loud. You have to peel it back yeah. and say, okay, what have we done to set up this scene? We've got tens of thousands of people outside. Yeah, they're all focused on screens, but they're not all looking at the screen. Some of them are turned like this because there's screens over here. Yeah. And I'm chatting with my buddy, and oh my hey, is that somebody fucking repelling over yeah. there? <laughs> right. From exactly. a harpoon gun? <laughs> right. Why are they What's, what's that? What, what's going on? Oh, no. I, I guess it doesn't matter. And it was dumb that Gustavo, you know Gustavo is a man Wrote about shit. his business. Double the guards everywhere. Double the guards everywhere, but don't put anybody on the but fucking the, roof. But the roof. Don't put anybody on the roof. You know what? Gustavo probably did assign guys to the roof. And fucking Munoz was like, nah, this guy's cool. Guy, just listen. We're going to watch the game. <laughs> I'm watching the game. <laughs> So I was so confused because I thought what Walter says, oh, we'll work our way there over the rooftops mm-hmm. because all the cameras are pointed. So what I thought was the harpoon was just to get them to cross the street and then they were going to just walk on buildings all the way some parkour, there. Some parkour shit. Yeah, parkour yeah. shit all the way yeah. there. Like they were going to traverse several mm-hmm. buildings to get there. And that's all they would have needed to fucking do was just parkour some buildings. Yeah. And then it would make sense. But no, they just shot the harpoon over the street and now we're on the bank. Yeah. 
That so, was some bullshit. Shooting a grappling hook across the thing. Fine. Okay. Maybe they get across. We need a scene of them taking it away. But then we also need a scene of at least a guard or two on the roof that they either evade mm-hmm. and sneak into the building or knock him out. And then maybe Klaus gets the radio and pretends to be the guard during yeah, the scene. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah. then, then, it, then mm-hmm. we get a few funny moments of him pretending on the radio. Because he's not that guy. Because he's not that guy. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, ¿Cómo estás? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe we get a few little funny moments because they didn't know a guard was going to be there. Maybe mm-hmm. a guy comes up to take a smoke break, or maybe there is actually a guy up there that would be because you've heard about Gustavo. <laughs> and he's a man about his fucking job and Take he takes care it of his shit you know so he would have had a man on the roof at least one definitely yeah. so james goes uh lorraine and uh tom all go to break into right. the bank and there's a little bit of an argument where walter doesn't want james or doesn't want tom to go yeah i don't know and, and james is adamant about going ja- james wants to go which makes sense i mean yeah. he's he's sort of like their muscle, mm-hmm. whatever guy. He was the guy that did the free dive in the beginning of the movie. He wants to go. Fine. That makes sense. It makes sense that Lorraine goes, mm-hmm. cat burglar lady. Walter wants to go. They won't let Walter go for whatever reason. Yeah. They say, Walter, you can't risk it. I don't know why, because they're all risking it. But that yeah, was weird. There was some. Or, yeah. Tom says he wants to go because it's his plan. And if anyone's going to risk their life, it's going to be him. Right. I need to be there in case. Like, what if something goes wrong? Yeah. I need to be there to help think a- around it or yeah. whatever. So Walter stays with Klaus. Klaus. And Simone. Yes. In, goes, in the command center. Yeah. Simone goes down beneath the vault to freeze the scale mm-hmm. with 500 pounds of uh, nitroglycerin. Right. Which probably took him two weeks to crawl through the little holes. And Oh, my God. This whole time I've been saying nitrous oxide. That's not That's not the gas. That's not it. That, that's makes, way, you, that, that makes you happy. That's way worse than freezing spray. <laughs> Because the freezer spray actually makes fucking sense. Saying nitrous oxide freezes things is just a stupid issue. I've said chemically all incorrect. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's nitroglycerin. I don't. It's it's nitrous. Nitrous in there. Okay, guys. <laughs> Fuck. Just call it freezy spray. Can we? And then you don't have to worry about. Can it. Can we edit that shit out? Yeah. Probably right. not. No, we don't edit it out. I'll figure it out. I won't figure it out. You said freezy spray so many times, and I'll say nitrous oxide. That that part's hilarious. <laughs> um. <clears throat> anyway. So yeah, how does how does Cla- or how does Simone? Carry 500 pounds. I of, wasn't going to say that yet, but I was thinking of the whole freezy time. spray yeah. through the tunnels by himself. By himself. Yeah. No He's doubt. a strong man. Not that strong. Not that strong. Not that strong. No. No. There there are a little bit of, of moments where you just got to let it. Yeah. You just got to let it happen. <laughs> and that's one of them where, how, how, how did Simone get 500 pounds? All they needed to do, again, here you go, is during the preparing montage, yeah. throw a couple of shots of Simone. Lugging that shit through the sewers. Him and James. So it's already there. Because there's no cameras down there. No. It's underneath the vault. It's just a big concrete room with the vault in the middle. Mm -hmm. Just throw a few shots of those guys lugging that shit down there. So it's there already. No. No. Not at all. Nope. So moving on, just like they do in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought someone was going to die this whole time. For for some reason, I thought it was going to be Klaus. Hmm. I thought Klaus was going to die in the war room. Uh, I don't know why. I was like, "Ah, is Klaus going to die? And also thought um, the music, the soundtrack was kind of cool here because there was a, a, mm-hmm. a ticking clock yes. sound in the background that hit, you know, like and I was like, yeah, oh, that's kind of neat. Yeah, that's kind of neat. Simon's always always had that has that radio with him, mm-hmm. and I was wondering why. And they explained it was his father's radio, and his dad always would, wanted Spain to win the World Cup, and so he's playing the radio. He's with his father watching the game, right? So, right. Simone has the game on while he's downstairs. Uh, I'm not Somehow, sorry, the vault. hundreds of feet under concrete 
with a with an antique radio somehow gets signaled to the vault. Again, guys, when you're watching movies, sometimes you just have to put aside <laughs> what real things are. Yeah. And just and just sit back and enjoy that popcorn, baby. Yeah. It was just a it was a nice moment, but it didn't make any fucking sense. No, and yeah. like I don't, I don't know. Anyway, anyway, so they break into the rooftop. They get inside the building. Here is where the counterpoint to our thing about there's nobody on the. Why is there nobody on the fucking roof? As they're going into the building, there's a chopper that goes by that just misses them. Yeah. So one could argue, well, they had helicopters, people watching the area, yeah. so. Maybe they didn't need guys on the roof. Just missing the whole harpoon scene, though. You just got to put a guy on the roof, though. Still, Even that though, man. Like they, the chopper would have seen a harpoon. Yeah. So because the harpoon is still in the building, going yeah. from side to side, yeah. because we didn't see them cut it away. <laughs> yeah. So there's still a zip line attaching two buildings. Yeah. So anyway, they rappel down. They rappel down and get yep. da- get down to the vault area, and the vault has a bridge, but it's not up. Right. And they have the shittiest fucking ladder. Just the worst ladder of all time. And they put it across this ravine, mm-hmm. you know, massive area. And for some reason, don't atta- don't don't secure it in any manner. No, and start to cross it. Right. And of course, uh, homegirl goes across first, and Tom goes second. And you get the the epic look at me scene that I always talk about. <laughs> look at me, hey, look at me, look at me. Don't you be afraid. Don't look down. Look at me. It was fucking scary though. What they were climbing over. Yeah, of course. But also, why is there a giant pit to hell under the bank? Yeah. Where does that pit go to? Hell. It, <laughs> it goes to hell, Rob. Apparently, the path to hell is under a bank in España. In España. Because they're already underground at this point. Mm-hmm. They're Deep. already several levels yeah. underground. And then there's a bridge, Indiana Jones style, and they put the ladder across, and they get a shot above straight down, and it's just darkness. It's a fucking abyss. It's a, Yeah. Where is the... Why? Because the, they dug so deep to get this vault down there. It just doesn't make any fucking sense. You know it'd be crazy if this fucking vault actually existed. Out <laughs> <laughs> of the fucking bank, like Spain's pissed yeah. right now. Who leaked our who, secrets? Who told about the vault? God damn it. <laughs> that pit was so fucking it was deep. So deep. That you would attach the ladder, you would secure the ladder. Right. You go through all this work, harpooning things, you got gear on. Why you don't got, you just bring a second harpoon and just a harpoon across that little They had thing. more gear for the the fucking zip lining. Yeah. Than they did when they tried to get across the ladder. So, of course, Tom gets across, and then James starts to cross. And I don't know why it's fucking moving. It's he's, just moving. James he's, is moving too fast. That's right, because right, they, lose, they lose time. They lose time. Because Tom, Tom's Right, like, which I thought was a really nice thing. So they're crawl, we get shots of them crawling through all these vents, and they're working their way through to get to the vault. And they're two minutes behind schedule. And why are they two minutes behind schedule? It's because Tom is a punk bitch. And college he, student. He ain't he, yeah. used to climbing through damn he, vents. Not through yeah. vents with backpack on because he's got a big old heavy backpack on and he's struggling i really thought that that was nice yeah. that, that that's putting them behind schedule take it so fucking long i'm carrying this yeah. fucking rope the problem is okay put yourself in the situation right your team is playing in the fifa cup and you're in and amongst thousands and thousands of people because that's what they're that's what they're competing gang is yeah. right now we're doing the thing we got to get in and get out before all these people go away the clock is is in sync with the game the thing is, though, if Spain wins, that party's going on for three days. Easy. Nobody's leaving. Yeah. If Spain loses, the party's still going on for at least a day, and they're going to start destroying shit, yeah, and yeah. riots are going to happen, yeah. right? So no matter what, there's going to be people when the game's done. Of course. So that sort of fudges the and ticking like, clock a does, little bit. It does, and it's fucking soccer. 
Right. <laughs> and we know there's extra time. Extra soccer. time, baby. And halftime and the end of the game. Right. So yeah. it's just like, yeah. We only got so many. There's extra time, homie. Tom's two minutes of, you know, whatever. I guarantee that there's. That's just stoppage time, there's, baby. There's, there's two minutes of stoppage time. It's too much stuff. It had to be in that game. So I, I, but I did like the their attention to that. Tom is is struggling, is holding them back mm-hmm. because he's he's not used to this. Is not what he does. Yeah. So that was a nice detail. James is trying to hurry across, and because he's moving too fast, his momentum is carrying the ladder yeah. with him towards the edge instead of being in the middle. And eventually. We get that cliffhanger moment. The ladder fall. And Tom, who earlier could not crawl through a fucking vent, can now hold a human <gasps> with one hand, right? <laughs> I got you. Did, I'm not holding on to anything else didn't over here. Even, he didn't even jolt. No. He just snatched him with like the, the, the strength of a fucking gorilla. Yeah. Of course, he reaches up with the other hand. But yeah. Dude, he would have pulled Tom's ass into that abyss with his. They would have been gone, baby. <laughs> Two abyss motherfuckers right there. <laughs> <laughs> She'd have been like, ah. Uh, uh, Walter, uh, Tom, and James have fallen they, down that they, fucking hole. They go on. Yeah. Now we're splitting it four ways instead of six. Yeah. So no, there's no, dude. That was insane. That like, was crazy. No one's that strong. I would have fell in the fucking abyss mm-hmm. if you. I'm holding on to nothing, and you've got the weight of a whole another man jumping because he had to leap. Exactly. He's pulling you in with him. Yeah. You're not just going to snatch his arm and then. No. It should. They needed to have Lorraine go and like. Grab him. Grab him yeah. and do something. Yeah. But they didn't. Yeah. It was a little bit of a mess. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a mess. A lot of bit of a miss. <laughs> a lot of bit of a miss. Look at me. But yeah, I thought James was going to die at that point. He did not. He did not die. So they get into the vault and then they're waiting at the front of the vault. The doors are open, but they can't go inside because right. for some reason, again, we're waiting. We're waiting for the freezy spray. Exactly. <laughs> Just like with the keys. Right. Why Why wasn't he freezing? I, I mean, I, I know it's going to melt. We're, we're at the abyss, you know, start freezing the shit. Right. Because we're going to be there in, you know, a minute, you know, like. Right. But so they, I don't know. So they arrive the same time it's frozen. Eventually, Simon freezes it all, and then they, they don't think it's going to work. But it does. But it does. It does work. Yeah. Everything's frozen. And here's the other thing that's weird. And and my wife picked up on this. You've got this impenetrable vault. Why? Oh, why are these boxes of treasure the only fucking things in this vault? Yeah. Why is there not other shit everywhere in this vault? No. It's just these treasure boxes. Yeah. So that means that before a year ago when they stole this treasure, there was nothing in this right. vault. It was just like it six just, boxes sitting in the, in the middle of the vault. Yeah, that's it. There no. were no other things of money and statues and, you know, like at least when, when they break into the vault in Die Hard, the greatest movie of all time, there's fucking banknotes and art and sculptures <laughs> and artifacts and all kinds of shit up in that thing. In this vault, the most secure, most impenetrable vault in the world, it's just the pirate treasure from the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. and nothing else. What? I don't get it either. What? I don't get it. You What? Right? No, like, no. Mona Lisa's not in What there. are those called? The uh, deposit boxes. Yeah. No safety deposit boxes. Just sitting around the line of the walls, the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Just, just these six boxes in the middle of the vault. Yeah. That is no, very dumb. And why isn't there nothing else in there? Because Spain has nothing. <laughs> Oh, I'm kidding, Spain. Shit. We're gonna have to cut that part out of our way. So, uh, <laughs> so the so they don't think it's gonna work, and then the freezy spray works, and the floor freezes, and they all go in and they start searching through mm-hmm. all the shit to find the box of the coins. Yep, and Lorraine finds the box of coins. She finds it. She opens it up, verifies the coins are there, 
and then the backstab happens. Oh. James is the bad guy. The bad guy. It's me, Hand James. it over. Hand it over. Give me the coins. Oh, why are you doing this, James? You know why. I still work for the British government. Yes. Yeah, so it turns out James is a spy. Working for Margaret. Working for uh, hot lady Margaret. Mm-hmm. And uh, and wants the coins. The whole time they're doing this, I'm thinking, what the fuck is happening? Why are we doing this now? Why didn't James wait until they got out the fucking room mm-hmm. and then take the coins? Right. Because it's just the abyss. They have to set up the abyss again because the ladder fell and, and they caught the ladder. Yep. So there's time. There's plenty of time to hijack these guys once you get out of the vault that's going to fucking fill up with water and murder you. Yeah. But no, he, he holds them up there. Then they start noticing that the floor is thawing out a little bit. Oh, shit. And then, hey, hey, Simone, can can you freeze the floor more? No, man, I'm all out of freezing. I'm out of freezing spray. I'm, it's all gone. I used it all. Oh, shit. Give me the coins. No, give me the coins. Give, Just me, the give, the coins. give him the coins. We got to get out of here. <laughs> she throws him the coins. Throws him the coins. And then and tries goes, to run before the door do closes. Do the awesome slidey through the door. But it doesn't work. Doesn't work. I, I like that. Yeah. I like that they didn't slide out through yeah. the door. Leave him by himself with the coins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the room starts to fill up with water. Oh, boy. And as we learn from the beginning of the movie, James can hold his breath. James can fucking swim. Yeah. So that's what he does. He's yeah. like, well, guys, I'm I'm sorry. I didn't want to end this way, but I can make this swim. You guys can't. Yeah. So I'll <laughs> see you later. I'm really sorry about this. Yeah. He but, says a line of like, there's only f- like five people in the world that can make this swim, this imaginary swim that we don't understand because yeah. we don't have the schematics but yeah. and he's just assuming that he he can make this swim well he says it kind of diggishly though he's like there's only five people in the world that can make this swim and you two aren't it yeah goodbye it just fucking leaves the ass and just bounces now i i've never been deep sea diving like free diving yeah but i do know the process and the process for, for holding your breath for a long period of time is you have to prep for it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of breathing in and mm-hmm. holding your breath and then exhaling and then breathing in and holding it longer to, to like train your body mm-hmm. to expand. And, and it's not that you do this one time and then you're good forever. You do this before every time yeah. you go and free dive. And James basically goes, all right, guys, I'm out and puts on yeah. scuba gear and just like, what? Did he put on scuba gear though. Well, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, but he, he, just, he maybe put on like yeah. a, like a goggles or something. And he put the headlight on the light. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He puts a little headlamp on, which is a nice touch. But then he just fucking goes. So this part too pissed me off because again, the room is filling up with the water. Mm-hmm. So the only holes people in the room have water coming through them. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I can't swim. He's got to swim against the current. The current, of water. right? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And this is not like a natural current this is like pressurized filling a room water like a faucet right yeah 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 yeah. he ain't getting out of that shit no maybe he went through a vent I don't know I don't know but still though like if we assume he's swimming through one of the openings because it's it's an impenetrable vault right yeah yeah so it doesn't have random openings right there should at least yes you know what I mean and then the water's still not it's only you know waist level so he had to go through the floor right yeah and you'd have to assume that those things being the most impenetrable vault in the world would have grates in them where water can flow through the grates but people and, and other things can't exactly and so he should have swam and then found himself at a grate and that was the end something, of it. something. But, but no he's fine he gets out he gets out with the coins yeah scot-free bye-bye and we have lorraine and tom left in there Just by themselves stuck in, <laughs> in the water Fine. i mean not my worst but maybe my second worst way to die where you're in a room and it's slowly oh, filling with water oh yeah and there's no way out oh yeah i mean 
that, that's fucking horrible. Mm-hmm. That's horrible. So people are fucking flipping out. They're freaking on, out on the uh, on, on the, the intercoms. intercoms. Yeah, and yelling and Tom so shut the fuck up. <laughs> I gotta think. Let me think. Yeah. So he takes his earpiece out and, and he's yelling. Thinks. He's thinking and he's like, "Fuck!" He's like, "It's a scale." He's like. You can put weight in the scale and kind of balance the scales out. So he it's fucking genius. It is. It I is. really again the movie lets you live with the fact of how do I figure out this problem? It's a and then oh it's a scale. Okay, well how do we how do we fight that problem? Okay, well freeze it. Great. Then you live with that for a long yeah. ass time, and then they throw you into this part where oh shit, it's the water's filling up. How do we get it to stop filling up with water mm-hmm. so we don't fucking drown? And you as an audience member are thinking. Yeah, how how would you? Yeah. No idea. And I'm panicking. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, the water's... Uh, <laughs> whoa, 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 you know? Yep. Basically, Tom figures out that as the vault fills up with water, it adds enough weight, and then it knows to stop filling it with water. Exactly. So, so what stops it from filling? Right. Is the fact that it's a giant scale, mm-hmm. and that water has weight to it when it's in a vessel. Again, I felt like a little bit of an idiot that I didn't think about. Oh, yeah, you just counterbalance the scale and then it'll fool the thing to thinking it's filled with water, Mm -hmm. but it's not. You know, so he gets on the he gets on the thing to Simone add weight to it. And it's a good thing that, you know, Simone has 500 pounds of empty freezy spray cans to fucking throw on the on the weight to to add weight to the room. Simone piles up all the all the tanks onto the scale. It takes them a while because they're fucking heavy. They're fucking heavy. And it makes you wonder how you got them the fuck down in the first place. Get those tanks down there. (laughs) That man is strong. It's a strong ass man. Yeah, he's a strong Simone. But maybe that's why it took him so long to pile them all up on those. You know, because he was tired. He he took them all down there. We're tired. And uh, and so we get shots of him throwing them up on the scale and shots of the water filling up in the room and Lorraine and Tom are getting to Mm. the ceiling and they're all my Simone, please hurry. Come on, man. Go, go. And uh, he's got them all up there, and, and, and the room is still filling up with water. And he's like, sorry, guys. I, I, I have no more tanks. No all, more. all the tanks are on. <laughs> I can't do no more. So he sees his radio. Yeah, his, his father's radio. His father's radio. And he hops off the scale, and he goes down. And he picks it up, and he you know, he sits back up on the scale. And like, come on, Dad, please. Please. Yeah. And we don't see. We don't know how close it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turns out it was enough. In the scale. Evens out. Evens out, and all the water comes out. And mm-hmm. during this whole thing, as soon as the vault starts filling up with water, somehow, like they they figure out they got into the roof. Somebody goes to the security terminal, finds out that they've patched into the security cameras, mm-hmm. and they pull that feed off, which is great. Mm-hmm. So he's like, "Shit, shit! I don't have control of the cameras anymore." They, he can still watch the cameras. For Go, some to the right. Go to the vault. Go to the vault. Yeah, and so Gustavo knows because that's what I was thinking the whole time. I was like, as soon as the vault is open, like, wouldn't wouldn't that set off an alarm something. or something upstairs? Maybe the keys disarm it. Maybe know. I don't know. So anyway, really nice touch that Gustavo's figuring everything out, and he has his men down there ready. Mm-hmm. The doors to the vault are still closed. It's still filled with water, but he's got 12 dudes down there with fucking machine guns ready to handle the business mm-hmm. as soon as these doors open. So why? So if the possibility of the vault filling up 
was a possibility, right? Like, right. That could yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. Why not go down with some gear in right. case it fills up? Like, you know, yeah. just one little CO2 tank. Just, just some scuba gear. Just something. Just, all right, if it fills up, we can at least got time to. You have portable scuba. I've seen them. Yeah. Portable little scuba tanks yeah. that are like this big. Pop them in your yeah. mouth and you can just hang out and breathe. Just for just to figure out something. Right. Because they didn't have those in the 40s, which no. is when the, the vault was built. Exactly. Just to buy yourself some time. So. Super light. But anyway. So they, you, they had too much. There was too much room for the ladder, Tony. Okay. There was, there was way. <laughs> listen. We, we can take these these air tanks or we can take the ladder. We need the ladder to cross. Can't we take this harpoon gun that's lighter than the ladder? <laughs> no, we got to take the giant fucking heavy ass ladder. Fucking ladder, yeah. Maybe it was aluminum. Aluminium, as the British like to call yeah. it. Tom is this genius guy and this crew are a bunch of geniuses, but they don't plan for when shit goes sideways and turns bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was weird to me. It's like you're, you're breaking into the most elaborate thing. You know it fills up with water. It would be different if you didn't know. Exactly. Right? Like he just knew that the vault was weighted. Like we figured out they they got under the yeah, vault. Yeah. Hey, this thing it looks like it's weighted. Oh, it's a weight. How do we defeat the weight? Oh, we freeze it. Okay, cool. Yeah. We freeze it. Well, what happens if it unfreezes? Well, we don't know. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they get there and then it starts filling up with water, which makes sense why they wouldn't have air tanks, little portable air tanks with them, because they didn't know that that was gonna be a thing. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So okay. I'd agree. I'd agree. And then too, like the 500 pounds of uh, freezy spray. <laughs> He's like, he just came up with the number so randomly. Yeah. 500 pounds. We're going to need uh, 500 pounds. 500 pounds. He's like, 500 pounds? So in that case, I'm going to get 600. 600 pounds. Right. You always have more than what you need, folks. <laughs> right? Like, you know? Oh, because like, uh, anyway. So If I'm having 12 people over at my house, I'm getting 37 hot dogs. Right. It doesn't matter that there's 12 people. <laughs> right. And 12 hot dogs is probably enough. But I'm getting 37 fucking hot dogs, yeah. right? Just in case. Just yeah. in case. Maybe more people come. Maybe yeah. people are hungry. Maybe we want to. Exactly. You know. Not if you're doing a heist. No, 500 pounds. Probably good. <laughs> probably enough. So Gustavo has guys outside the vault lined up with guns. Water uh, disperses. Vault yes. opens. And they're not there. Bum, bum, bum. Nobody's there. So, but, but they're still in the building. Yes. And they can't get out the way they came in because they know they came in the roof. So they're looking Gustavo at that Gustavo is locking that shit down. So they're in the hallway. They're kind of sneaking around. And then someone sees them. Yes. Oh, my God. Run, run, run. Tom, run, run. So they're running and running and running. They're trying to figure out how to get out. Again, Klaus, what the fuck are you doing with the cameras, homie? Yeah. You well, didn't get he, locked out. He got locked out. But he could still see the cameras. He just couldn't control them. That's true. He You're couldn't, totally he couldn't right. spoof the cameras. Totally right. He still could have, like, guided them. They just panicked as yeah. soon as they got, okay. Go left, go right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. they just started fucking running. Cut back to, this is kind of cool, because they're like, how are you going to get out? All the glad, all the windows are bulletproof. Yeah. This and that. Like, there's no yeah. way to get outside. Everything's locked. So... When Lorraine's scanning the art and the guy mm-hmm. comes in the office to kind of take photos of her, he goes, is there anything uh, you notice with the art? And she goes, yeah, stop smoking around them. I noticed the lock that you gave me the lock on the window mm-hmm. and the air freshener. Because she's like, you know, how do you know I was smoking in here? Yes. I could have said the ashtray you have on your desk. But either way, because <laughs> <laughs> he had an ashtray in his desk. He but, did, yes. But either way, she noticed because the window lock being jimmied and... Um, and we the, see another scene where he's smoking in there with the ashtray. With the ashtray, and and I don't know if it's Gustavo or somebody like criticizes. Like, you shouldn't smoke. You in shouldn't here. smoke yeah. in here. You know that. Great bit of of yeah. cinema writing here. Great writing. Yes. Great writing. Great yeah. writing. Uh, Jolt. We talked about that last last time. Yeah. Uh, taking notes. Yeah. Taking, <laughs> yeah. taking notes on how you connect things. So Lorraine together. knows. 
okay, I know where there's a window that's open because this motherfucker is smoking. Mm -hmm. And so she takes off and they start running for this room. And it's a foot race. Lorraine and Tom get in the room, they close the door and they lock it. And Gustavo knows this the glass is bulletproof. There's no way they're getting out. And he holds all his guys at the door. He's mm-hmm. we're gonna catch these fucking people and then we're gonna arrest them and we're gonna get their whoever they're working with. Listen, Gustavo is a man about his job, like <laughs> about you his heard. shit. And so he knows there's other people involved in this shit. Mm-hmm. So he wants them alive. And so he's got all his men posted out the door. He's like, Okay, here we go. And he goes in. <laughs> And they're fucking gone. The window's open. The window's open. Fucking, you know. Fucking dude couldn't stop smoking in his office. And he left the window unlocked. Mm -hmm. And they snuck out. So now, like, the army's looking for him. Yes. And, but again, I know they're the only people that are wearing, like, this gear, like, black Mm -hmm. clothing. But they don't know what they're looking for. Right. They don't, there's, they, he didn't set out an APB. There were no pictures shown. Yeah. It just, so they're looking for, so the people running. Yeah, so they're running. They end up taking off their gear, and they have on Genius. They're in the crowd of people watching the Espana mm-hmm. final because Spain's in the final mm-hmm. now of the World Cup. And so there's tens of thousands of people as soon as they get out this yeah. building, and they're running through the crowd. And you've got Gustavo does... Oh, dude, I almost laughed. I laughed my ass off in this When he way. goes to take a shot at them... He sees him running, and he just fucking pulls his gun he out like... He fucking... Not a sniper rifle, y'all. Pulls out a fucking pistol... And they're like 40 yards away. About to fire into the crowd. About to fire into (laughs) thousands of people. Now, this shot would be borderline impossible to make, right? (laughs) Gustavo is just a man about his fucking business. (laughs) That He is ready. He is fucking prepared to make this shot. And if somebody dies, then somebody fucking dies. If he dies, he dies. He dies. I loved it. He was so fucking into it. He was ready to yeah. shoot. And then one of his guys Munoz, was like, what are you doing? Munoz. No, you've lost your mind. Oh, my God. Gustavo, what are you doing? Yeah. So he stops Gustavo from taking the shot. Yeah. And so they're running through the crowd. And I, I really love the tie into the World Cup because they take off their mm-hmm. gear and they've got fucking Espana jerseys yeah. on. Trying to blend in. And then it gets to the point where they're like... The guards still see their faces. Right. They see them unclothed, so they're still coming at them. Still, though, it would be tough to track somebody like that. So the score is 0-0. Right. And then... And then it happens. Spain scores. Yes. Goal! España! And, and the, the crowd place goes, goes fucking nuts, dude. <laughs> fucking nuts. Just like it would in real life, like it probably did back in the day, because this is based on a true story, not them robbing the vault, just Spain winning the mm-hmm. World Cup. They they played Netherlands in the mm-hmm. final and, and won one nil. Yeah, the place goes fucking crazy, mm-hmm. and, and then you get these funny shots of the guards. like oh, Yeah, because yeah, oh, oh, people oh, start like oh. shaking the guards, like, <laughs> yeah, you and know. They're just jumping everywhere, <laughs> and the guards like, fuck. And then they they sneak away yep. and they get out. And then we cut to the aftermath, where um, James and Margaret right there, and they're like, "I got the coins." And you already know at this point that those coins aren't the coins. I knew they weren't the coins, but she threw them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's, no, there's no reason to show Walter getting fake coins. Fake if coins. Not get used. See, yeah. So that that was the thing is like I appreciated the fact that we got a few shots of Walter meeting with people about making coins but we didn't know they didn't tell us why mm-hmm. and so I, I felt good in that like 
They let us in on the gag that she, they've already shown that she's a pickpocket, that she swaps things in and out, that Walter got these fake coins made, and she tosses James the fake coins. Yeah, yeah, inside the case, and she keeps the real one. So, I mean, obviously, you're thinking that Walter's goal is to just swap the coins so they know they don't realize anything got stolen. Right. Um, But able to use it to trick James. Basically, we get to get back to MI6 and... They uh, crack the code of the coordinates, and they go to find out where it is. And he goes, oh, that's, that's, it's, it's in Paris. Okay. It's, it's, uh, looks like it's buried beneath. And she goes, and then Margaret just knows when he says Paris. She's like the Eiffel Tower. Because at the beginning of the movie where she talks about climbing talks Walters. talks about climbing his Eiffel Tower, <laughs> baby. And, and we get a really great shot where she's just like, fuck. Yeah. She knows. Yeah. She knows she's been double-crossed yep. at this point. And uh, yeah, it was great. They didn't have to show us the shots of Walter with the fake getting the coins. Yeah. You know, they didn't tell us why he was going to get coins, but they also didn't have to show us those scenes. No. They could have left them out completely and then, you know, show us those scenes afterwards. We see her throw him the coins. We think it's the real coins because we haven't seen Walter make fake coins yet. And he gets away. And then at the end, mm-hmm. once they're out, Tom's all sad because, oh, he got, but he got away with the coins. Now, you know, we did all this shit for nothing. Then we get the reveal of, well, yeah, he had some coins, but yeah. not these coins. Ba, 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 ba. Here's what I would have done. Okay. What so, would you have done, Tony? So him and James mm-hmm. have been working together for a long time. Yeah. Walter and James. Yeah. yeah. Walter and oh, James. Okay. Did, right. All right. Let's just say Klaus, Simon, and uh, Tom mm-hmm. are newer. So the way Tom got found was by being given a coin. Right. Right? Yes. So when they meet for the first time, Tom brings this coin out with the inscription. Klaus has one, and so does Simon. So we see these coins being used as to find Walter and him to use them as, like, the crew, right? Right. So, you know, when she throws the coins and James opens, it, James opens them up, he sees the fucking coin. Like, James would notice at this point, it's fucking one of the coins that Walter gives out. Right. <laughs> For whatever, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that could have been the play, yeah, right? Because you wouldn't guess that right at the gate, right? You'd be like, oh, she gave the coins away. Then he opens it up and you see the fucking coins that Walter gave out to people to come meet him. Yeah. I think that could have been a good little, you know what I mean? Way to do it without showing you, but kind of showing you. Yeah. You know, so then we cut to the dope house. The, the dope ass house. Yeah. And then Walter plays like he knew the whole time. Yeah. I, that I, James is going to double cross him. I may have suspected. I may have, yeah. yeah. That, you know, he was going to do something like that. <sighs> yeah. Again, we're making parallels to Sir Francis Drake here. It was a little weird because James is sort of set up as his right-hand guy throughout the movie, and they allude to the fact they've done 14 jobs together before. So, yeah, I don't know what makes this job more special than the other ones. No idea because we don't know what they've done before, but apparently not enough. Yeah, right. Um, For him to trust James fully. Right, yeah. Klaus cracks the code of the coins, and then we figure out Sir Francis Drake's treasure is at the Bank of London. Dun dun dun! Sequel, <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. That's how the movie ends. Yeah. Roll credits. So they go during wow. a time though, right? They go so it cuts and it says like they're a few years later. Yeah, and uh, it's during. It's, is it a, a the Olympics? Yeah. Yeah, so they pick another, you know, big event to try to do this. To cover up their crime. And Lorraine has a much better wig on now. Yeah. You know, they've got some money, you know, some time, and she's able to actually get a decent wig. Good good looking wig. Yeah, Yeah. so this this one will probably go off without any hitches. 
Oh, a hundred percent. It'll yeah. be fine. Yeah, nothing will go wrong. Because the Bank time. of London has doesn't have a safe, safe like Spain does. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the movie setting it up to potentially be a sequel. We know there won't be, but um, we don't know there won't be. But um, I think there will be. I don't. It won't be about the Bank of London. I don't think. Right. Why would, I don't know. You know, like it, it can't be. It can't be that. I I wish they would have set it up to be something else. Yeah, right. Like I feel like that. I feel like if they do a sequel, they're already going to have the Bank of London's treasure. Yeah. Like they they got Sir Francis Drake's treasure. Yeah. Or they get it and it leads them somewhere else. Yeah, I think that's what it would have to be. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it'd be a sequel. I think there might be. No. I think there could be. No. <laughs> I put money on that shit. <laughs> People, is this flick worth watching? I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say yes as well. I'm gonna say yes. I enjoyed it. Part of enjoying movies, guys, is putting aside logic Mm -hmm. for as long as the movie is because the reality is is when you're doing something crazy like a heist movie or a superhero sci-fi whatever there are just some times where you're going to write yourself into a corner yeah and it is really hard not to do that so they have to do things like harpoon gun Mm. magic fucking ladder and you know this guy carries 500 pounds of nitrous into a basement that's hundreds of feet below sea level and there's a pit to fucking hell underneath the bank of spain like you're gonna have things like that that will just be there yeah and you have to just say okay (laughs) (laughs) you know and it might surprise you guys a little bit that we both said that this movie is worth watching, but it is. I mean, we're being very critical. We're approaching these things with a critical mm-hmm. eye. I think it, it it totally is. Get some popcorn. Yeah. Get yourself a drink and have a good. It's a heist movie. Yeah. They're fun. They're great. I yeah. love. I love me a good heist movie. No, I wasn't. I wasn't at any point bored. Yes. During the movie. Um, yeah. I was. I was still guessing things. Mm-hmm. You know. I didn't like. It wasn't predictable. Overall, I was I was fairly entertained throughout the whole mm. movie. I love me a heist movie. It constantly makes me think about that Dane Cook joke about how every man wants to be part of a heist. We want a heist, you know, and that's true. <laughs> listen, listen, we do. The van was supposed to be here. <laughs> Where's the van? Where's the fucking van? You know, that's true. There's some it's serious so truth to that. It's so true. Yeah, yeah I think it's I, you I know think it's, it's worth watching. I think it's worth watching. Pop yourself some popcorn. Get a drink. Yeah. Have yeah. a good time. Uh, my point value yes. is going to be 5.75. Oh, shit. <laughs> that's what I'm going with. What, okay. do you, what are you giving it? 6.3 Ooh. is where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a little generous. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the movie's not without its faults, but yeah, there were some things mm-hmm. that they, they just needed to refine it a little bit more. Yeah. At first, I was going six. Good. Yeah. But then I was like, mm doesn't deserve that I feel like six is you know <laughs> how you've been doing it thus far okay I, th- I, I listen i'm not i'm not yeah. disagreeing with your score at all i, I know you're not uh, let's see if rotten tomatoes agrees more with me okay or with you all right so your 6.3 would be about 63 percent 63 percent and my 5.75 would be about 57 okay so oh look rotten tomatoes we're within 10 percent of each other that's pretty good rotten tomatoes score from the critics is 58 Oh, point for Tony. And then the audience score is 57. Point for Tony again. Look at that. Let's see what IMDb says. <laughs> Let's see what IMDb reads here. Oh, man, I got to. Oh, fuck this. IMDb 6.4. Oh! 
<laughs> oh, all right. Look at that. So apparently everybody on IDB is drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait till we get to like a seven or an eight. I'm, you know, and I, I, I am super excited. Uh, we'll get there at some point. Yeah. So this the, wasn't it. No, no. So the kicker is too. We're trying to watch movies that me and Rob have both not seen. Right. The next movie we're going to watch is going to be. I have no idea. It's called The Guilty. The Guilty with Jake Hudenhall. Jake. <laughs> I think it's how you say his name for real, though. For let's be real, I'm being serious. It's Jake Gyllenhaal. It's Jake Hulenhulenhulenhaal. Hold on, let me just find it. Hold on, how to pronounce? That's so much space over here. Pronounce. It's, it's Gyllenhaal. Jake Hulenhulenhaal. <laughs> here we go. Oh, look at that, Team Coco. No one says Jake Gyllenhaal's name correctly. All right, it's a minute. We've known each other a while. We're... Some say best friends. <laughs> Conan is so fucking funny, yo. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I think I'm... The only two places that that is pronounced correctly, my last name like you did just now, is in Sweden uh-huh. and in Ikea. Yulenhall? <laughs> <laughs> Yulenhall. There you go. Jake Yulenhall. 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 I added some other Yulens in there. I said Yulen, Yulenhall. You did, yeah. yeah. But it's Yulenhall. Yulenhall. Jake Yulenhall. There you go. I'm sorry, Jake. I've been saying your name wrong for fucking ever. Yeah. See, I don't do that kind of stuff. I don't do offensive accents like... Scottish ones or <laughs> British ones or Russian ones. I don't do those type of things. I try to be authentic as possible. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. About that. All right. Well, thank you everybody for uh, hanging out with us here on Flicks Worth Watching. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed the recap of The Vault. And please forgive us for our mispronunciation of names and offensive accents. <laughs> like always. We'll keep doing them. We can't, we can't <laughs> help it, y'all. Listen, it's not. Meant to offend. It's no. it's purely from a place of adoration because we realize that our accents as Americans suck. We yeah. have maybe the worst accents in the world. Yeah. Like everybody else sounds cool, sounds intelligent, sounds sexy. We sound American accent. We just sound fucking like fucking idiots. Stupid man. And me personally, I talk fast and I mumble. So yeah, I got no room to talk about anybody. Oh, man, so it was, it's coming from a place of envy, really. I, I would agree. Is what it is. I agree. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Follow us on social media. Search up Flicks Worth Watching and uh, give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and all that shit. Yeah. Tell your friends about the show. Fuck yeah. Yeah. And uh, like and subscribe and do all that shit. We'll see you next week <laughs> when we talk about the guilty. And I'm fucking guilty of being drunk. Some dude, some dumb shit. Dude. Guilty of being drunk. Drink all my Buffalo Trace. God damn. We Goodbye, d- Buffalo. That's a good whiskey, though. I miss you, Buffalo. It does pretty fucking good, dude. It's probably one of my favorites out there. Shitty ass label, though. <laughs> Low key, it kind of is, though. <laughs>
I'm not good for the video. God, we didn't even start the fucking podcast and I spilled bourbon. Good bourbon, too. This is embarrassing. So, before we start the podcast, we should probably do um, the outro for the last podcast that to say we're going to watch this movie. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot about that, but you're 100% correct. Yeah, yes. Yeah. All right. And, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, shit. Where am I going with this? Fuck it. What? I don't know where I'm going with this. What do you mean? I've lost train of thought here. Fucking lost, Rob. Okay. I think he plays... There's a guy with the long white hair, right? Oh, oh. In the show. That show? Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. That guy. Okay. Yeah. And then his, He has white hair in the show. And then his son. But he's talking about, oh, in real life, he has not white hair. Right. In real looks life, like, he looks like okay. this guy. Now we're together. Sorry. We're... we're this is just... This is awesome. We gotta, <laughs> we're going to have to wrangle this shit in and post, man. God damn it. <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting there. Anyway. People need this. They need to see how the, the sausage is made. They cut to a year later, and they're in court now, and Luther is arguing with what seems to be the Spanish government. Walter's arguing. Yes, I said Luther, didn't I? You did. I don't know why I said Luther. That's okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. <clears throat> I'm a hunter. I'm a hunter. I seek what others... I'm, wow, I'm fucked that up. <clears throat> cut that part out, Rob. All right, he says, Tom yes. has been seen by no one. Right. He's Jesus Christ. That scared me. <laughs> they searched it. They searched it. They, <laughs> lost. they, searched it. they lost going on. So somebody get the fuck upstairs. <laughs> see what's happening. She's way upstairs and he's way downstairs. Yeah. Right. And so <laughs> I'm, is is Rob Hunyani gonna have to smack a bitch? <laughs> have to choke a bitch. So ah oh man, this chair, my butt. I know. I gotta get us some better chairs down here. It's man. okay. I can. I'll buy one. I've got a fucking folding. The problem is when you're doing a podcast. And you don't realize this when you're shopping for chairs. Chairs make a lot of noise when you fucking oh yeah situate yourself in them. You can't fucking have that when you're doing a podcast. <laughs> you, 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 nobody wants to hear squeaky chairs while you're no. fucking you know talking about and me whatever. and my my whiskey glass. I'm just here <laughs> hitting the fucking table every 24 <laughs> seconds and then putting the damn bottle of my whiskey on the coasters out of my glass and okay. with probably a big twist at the end because that's what thrillers do. Yeah. Hopefully he's like Denzel Washington. He he snatched her up. <laughs> I mean, he's playing a side character from the Little Things. Never, never seen it before. With uh, Jared Leto. No. Oh, interesting. interesting. That's the one where Jared Leto is, uh, where Denzel's the police detective, and Jared Leto's like the crazy person they think did it. Yeah. Did it. Yeah. And then Denzel's probably guilty in the end of the movie. Did you hear that from somebody? Did you? No, I just I saw the trailer. Mm. It just seemed like Denzel was guilty. Is he guilty? Interesting. <laughs> I fucking knew it, man. It's not. It's it. one of those ones you watch and you don't know what happened. Okay. And uh, we'll see you next week when we talk about The Vault. No, that was this wow. week. Wow.